0: Blessed is he who reads aloud the words of the prophecy, and blessed are those who hear. ...and to keep what is written therein. For the time is near. He is coming with the clouds. And every eye will see him. Everyone who pierced him. And all the tribes of the earth will wail on account of him. But I have this against you. That you have abandoned the love... You had. And I saw a beast rising out of the sea with ten horns and seven heads, and a blasphemous name upon its head.
1: And to it the dragon gave his power. <laughs> yes.
2: I love this hat that you're wearing. Thank that you. just came out. I don't Thank know. You. I'm
1: wearing a hat today.
2: What oh, how would you describe this hat? This is
1: uh, a little like uh, um, it's a running hat uh-huh. that I wear uh, when it's really cold out, and oh. it's irreversible. It's kind of like a little. What hoody. do you mean irreversible? Well, it's reversible. Oh, okay, <laughs> it is reversible. <laughs> <laughs> it, that's a Madonna poem <laughs> <laughs> word. It's irreversible, and uh, and I'm wearing it.
2: Oh, I know. It looks cute. What, Thank you. What is the color? It's like a. It's kind of a maroon. It's a maroon uh, orangeish color. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. It. Okay. The, uh,
1: the, the other side is eggplant.
2: Eggplant <laughs> or purple? <laughs> purple. Oh, like no you know, eggplant. It's, it's egg definitely plant. eggplant. It's eggplant. Yeah.
1: You know, um, uh, we, our friends are getting married next month. Yes, and uh, I wanted to wear an eggplant-colored suit. Yes. I thought that would be very exciting. Uh-huh. Um, and they that or a deep green, like a green, like a b- bright green, not a forest green, like a green.
2: Yeah. They ixnade both. Uh-huh. Well. It's their wedding
1: I know I'm just gonna Shut up and wear navy blue
2: But you're like You're like giving them You're like You're the Officiating The ceremony It's true Oh my gosh It's true
1: What do I have to say about love?
2: I bet you have a lot to say There's more to
1: life than fame and fortune. That's what I'm gonna start it with. You should.
2: You yeah. should just literally quote <laughs> the, Madonna. The
1: beast. Tell like, the beast.
2: Yes, the yeah. whole beast oh monologue. The beast and within. We, we talk about the beast and we say, Where
1: is the beast and the beast and the beast? And they'll be like,
2: Oh my god. Yeah, you should just do the yeah. entire Let's
1: break the glass and get this over with. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Maybe you should just read all of Genesis. Oh great. Yeah. <laughs> In yeah. the
1: beginning. Are we, are we on?
2: Yeah, we're totally okay. on
1: um, This is Mark
2: And this is Kenny And
1: this is All I Want to Do is Talk About Esther Oh, come on All I Want to Do is Talk <laughs> About Madonna
2: um, And Esther
1: All I Want to Do is Talk About Esther And Madonna And Angela Becker Angela And uh, Sadiah Garrett And Ryan, Ryan, that Ryan Woodley, that hottie from the tour. Oh yeah, all the guys were really
2: hot on this tour. Yeah. I also want to talk about. This is just for us to put as a little pin for later, um, because I want to spend some time just celebrating Tony Villanueva.
1: Oh, let's talk. Oh, Tony. Tony's still doing it. He is. uh, He will be on the celebration tour.
2: Oh yeah. He, oh oh yeah. Know. He's already he's already talking he, about He's
1: it. doing. he's putting panels in everything. He's everything.
2: so fabulous. I just <laughs> love is. him so much. How
1: long has he been with her?
2: Well, I was trying to I think I don't know. Do you know what I mean? Honestly, I don't remember I don't him know. in
1: Truth or Dare, so I don't know if he's that far back, but I know. Drowned World, definitely. Yeah,
2: he's for sure. Yeah. Um, he may have even been on Girly Show, but I don't think so. I don't no. know. I
1: think he's a new. Somebody
2: knows who's listening and is already annoyed Get with Get us Tony Villanueva. 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 He's a legend. He is a legend, and he's worked with so many other people. Yeah. I mean, he's like the diva, you know. Um, Remember
1: when he get when he, uh, he gives Madonna a photo of him in share yeah, for her for birthday, her. and she's
2: like, "This isn't a good present." Well, that's what she talks about in the movie, because yeah. it it's her birthday. But, okay, well, wow, <laughs> we're going to wow, we're get ahead of ourselves, this or are is, we? This is Mark. No, we've already done this. Well, this is our
1: season finale. Kenny. Oh my god, it
2: is our season finale, and we're
1: going to talk today about the Reinvention Tour from two thousand five
2: and four really
1: two thousand four, two thousand five, and no, they weren't on tour in
2: two thousand five.
1: They no,
2: they did. Yeah, two thousand four. Two thousand yeah. four. Wait. Oh shit. No, they were two thousand four. Two thousand four. It was just the summer. It was like you know, the summer is, and fall. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Summer. Summer and early fall. <laughs> and uh, and the movie. Yes. I'm
2: going to tell you a secret. I'm going to tell you a secret. Yeah, yeah. it's
1: time. It's time yeah. to put all this into context.
2: Yeah, and I was saying to you just before this that I feel like we have to talk about the two together at the same time because it is... Actually, well, exactly you wanted
1: topic. to not talk about the movie, and then I said we
2: have to. Talk no, about that's the not movie. true. I said we have I, to I, talk I,
1: about. I'm going to no. tell you a secret, Kenny. Uh, uh, uh,
2: this is this is. I am. Going, you are. You are changing going history. To tell you, no, a you are changing history. <laughs> I'm going to tell the listeners a secret. Well, you're telling me a lie. No. lie. It's a lie. <laughs> it's not Everybody, a lie. It's, it's a, a lie. No, it's not a secret. It's okay. a lie. All right, what's the? Well, it could be a lie and a secret, but but. No, I, I have been very clear for a while that I'm going to tell you a secret. It's an underrated Madonna Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: We know all that. But yes, talking and about it no. in tandem, I was like, we're well, doing this. Oh,
2: yeah, in tandem because I thought maybe it deserved its own episode.
1: And theoretically, it probably does. Like, like in all in all honesty. But you know what? Not today. No, we're, today. Gonna, we're
2: doing a mix and We're going to throw it all together because it all
1: exists together. It all
2: exists together and I actually think that thinking about the film connected to the to the Tour illuminates and makes helps us understand the tour more. Totally. Through seeing this stuff. And I wish in a way like that, you know, this was impossible, of course, but I wish that the film had been able to come out exactly when the tour came out. And then Madonna would be like, Dear fans, <laughs> before you come, you have homework, before you come <laughs> to my show, everybody must watch my documentary. I'm going to tell you a secret in Which order to understand.
1: Uh, two hours and one minute, by yes. the way. I was like two hours God. and six. I thought it's like a long documentary, yeah. it's
2: longer than the whole concert. The concert was an hour and 50 minutes, yeah. Um, but and there's a lot, and there's a lot they didn't even put in, yeah. Because you know? it was I,
1: 350 hours of footage,
2: I can see that winnowed down to a two hour, two plus hour movie. Honestly, I wish it had been like a series, you know, because I think there was enough, meaning
1: interesting, there was interesting. so many
2: ways that it could go, and I think ultimately what um, Ocker Jonas Ockerlin directed it, um, mm. ended up putting in. Told a really interesting story, especially looking back now and what it captured. But I, I can only and there's then there's all those outtakes yeah, as well. There's all that
1: those outtakes that are
2: so great and yeah, fun. And it's so much fun and, and 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 just weird
1: and and random. There's a lot of rando things on this. Yeah, like that whole sequence where they're telling
2: jokes. Yes, I love that. Oh my gosh, and Rocco <laughs> laughing,
1: Rocco laughing and and cutting the the table up with the sword <laughs> yeah. is like my favorite thing in the whole movie. That and, and and the kind of smirky shout out to Donna. <laughs> oh
2: God, yeah, yeah.
1: But we'll get to all that. Look at we'll all. Yeah, that.
2: let's go back.
1: Let's go back. So Madonna <laughs> has released and fumbled the American Life album, and now she is going to go on tour, and she's going to do a tour called the Reinvention Tour. Um, and it was going to um, it was going to be for the summer of uh, two thousand and four. Um, it kicked off in May in L.A. And then it ended in Lisbon in September. So it was a relatively... And and for this tour, Madonna was going to go uh, a lot through the States because she hadn't toured much through the States um, during, you know... Uh, she, she kind of hit a bunch of places that she was going But she did a lot of stops on this one, too. I thought that was interesting. She, yeah. she did long stretches in different places, multiple nights in, multiple, in the same city. That began starting with this. Mm. And um, before we delve into like the tour and everything, Kenny, the, I, we, were, we were talking before we started, and I believe this is the last tour that neither one of us saw.
2: That's true. Yeah. of of the tour yeah.
1: not since blonde ambition and and who's that girl in right, virgin tour right,
2: right. and yeah.
1: do, you, do you remember why you didn't go see this
2: um I don't I think um I think it goes along with like um where I was in my Madonna relationship that mm-hmm. I was not as interested in going to this tour yeah. I didn't understand I wasn't connected as much to her. And also, if I think about my life at that time, I was sort of on an upward trajectory career-wise. I think I was really, really busy, and I wasn't—I was really focused on that. Yeah, um, yeah. Which I think, in the in the um, thinking about that, then when I think about some of the messages from this film, I think so many of the messages from this film, I wish I had listened to because it would have really helped me in, the in next, that time, in the next yeah. three years of my life, in this time. Um, dealing with some of the things that were coming towards me. Well,
1: we talked about that last
2: yes yeah, last yeah. week like with Ted.
1: The last yeah. time with Ted is like is like all we didn't even realize the lessons we were getting until yeah. later. Um, I where was I? I was I had just moved back. I was back in New York, and I was starting to kind of build. I was kind of in the same place. Um, I was kind of rebuilding my my New York life that year, uh-huh. and I was really busy uh, doing that and kind of uh, I, was, I, I was working on a play I remember that summer that was all encompassing, and I was mm. like going out to Fire Island and dancing and um, and you know ponying up money to go to the garden to see Madonna. And she did like, oh my God, she did like six nights. Yeah. Six, six nights at the garden. And yeah. I'm surprised I didn't get like, because I was like running around the city still being a Trixie. I'm surprised no one gifted me a ticket <laughs> for one uh, of my I'm liaisons. As well. I, am, yeah. I am. I am. I'm a little surprised. Um,
2: uh, did you know that um, she didn't, that uh, Guy came up with the name for this tour?
1: I did know that. Yeah. I did
2: know that. She wanted to call the tour. She had many names, ideas for the tour. One was Whore of Babylon. Yes. <laughs> yes. Which I kind of love. The Whore of Babylon tour. Yeah. Maybe I would have gone if it had been called that. Another the one The Whore was Tour. The Whore Tour. Horror <laughs> Tour. Yeah. <laughs> that like would have just been her. Like that
1: um, uh, Teresa Russell movie from the 90s. Oh, yeah. Whore. whore.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Um, Do you remember
1: that movie?
2: Yeah. I, we used to love Ken Russell movies because that's a Ken Russell mm-hmm. movie, right? Um, yeah, I used to love all of those movies. Well, I, um, I
1: and I remember that that cover on, at the video store because uh, uh-huh. they they showed it and it was just like Teresa Russell like splayed on a bed,
2: yeah, and the, just the word whore. And i yeah. was
1: like, what's this about? <laughs> do you think
3: what I do is wrong? Have you ever wondered what's your name, Leahs, You want a date? What it would be like. I know what they want. Maybe it's time you found out. Let me be your fantasy.
4: Teresa Russell.
3: I used to love sex. Let me be your fantasy. In a Ken Russell film. Let me be your fantasy. If you're afraid to say it, just see it.
4: See you in church, honey.
2: She also wanted to call it Nobody Knows Me. Yeah. And then she also had um, one that was really provocative, I think, Ground Zero. She, wow. I mean, can you imagine? So I think Guy sort of sweeped in and called it the Reinvention Tour. And actually, you know, I'm going to, begrudgingly give guy props for that title.
1: Well, and I like that because at the end of the tour, like I love that little sign at the end of the at the end of the, the performance. Reinvent yourself. Yeah. And I think that w- what's very interesting about the this tour, it is kind of for better or for worse to kind of return to like hits and hits and things like that after being so resolutely not that for the last two tours. Yeah. Um and yet she wants to reinvent the the songs. Yeah. And make them into new things and um and I think it's kinda of success. I, yeah. I you know some
2: successes, some not. Yeah, I agree. I totally agree. So, um the tour let's talk just more data about the tour so yeah. we can get some of that out of the So there.
1: Yeah. um the the tour was um uh, she partnered with Jamie King. Yep. Who had been um, quite successful with Britney Spears and and all of, and you know I think he was a former Mouseketeer uh-huh. and um, and he was going to be the director of the tour. Stuart Price and uh, Monty Pittman yep. uh, were in the were the band. Uh, Stuart Price was the musical director. Um, they brought in a fabulously charismatic bagpipe uh, guy from Scotland, Lance, yes. who I just. He was the discovery in the movie. I was like, yes. I love it. And I had forgotten when we were watching the tour, I had forgotten he showed up with the bagpipe. I'm like, oh, my God, there was a bagpipe. I'm going to get a
0: real Scottish bagpipe player.
2: Why? He could just lip Jamie! He just blows it. You won't know the difference. Who is it, one of your band members?
0: No, he's going to come from Scotland.
2: Wait, and he just plays in that one number?
0: We can use him for other things.
2: She's got a dancing part for me as well, so that was a bit of a shock. <laughs> i wanted to just talk about the the the, this idea of having a bagpipe player in the show first of course it's like supporting this um uh guy's you know scottish roots yes right yes well that whole section
1: is all about guy and the the kilts and
2: all of that but the bagpipe as well and i i don't i think i truly believe that madonna understands this even if it's just um uh, viscerally, the bagpipe is one of the most ancient instruments yeah. in human civilization. Correct. It, you know, Aristophanes talks about bagpipes in yeah. Greek theater. You know, two thousand plus years ago, and a lot of history says that the bagpipe came from the Middle East, which I also think is a really very interesting. interesting
1: given what happens in the film, it's as like well. mentioned
2: in Genesis in the Old Testament. <laughs> there's a mention of a bagpipe um, with a different name, of course. So I think that there's like an interesting thing of her again, like because from now on, almost every tour she brings some kind of, of musical of, form from
1: outside of the uh, outside of the pop context, and yeah. that's an yeah. ancient form. Yes, you correct. Know, that has correct. deep, deep roots. Correct. Yeah, so, and a lot of context that she doesn't necessarily explain. In the moment, but you kind right. of get it through the through the way they're used in the tour. Yeah. Right, yeah. 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 So
2: I think, yeah, having the bagpipe players totally, is amazing. Totally, totally. Yeah.
1: And then there's like a cadre of dancers from yeah. all backgrounds all over the place. Um, this is a very different troupe than, say, the Blonde Ambition guys. And yeah. Yeah. Um, it's a mix of people and... Um, and sexes and everything, and it's and it's a remarkable troop of people, which I don't remember remembering a lot of when I was watching the tour. Yeah. But once again, the documentary kind of they become characters, not in the same way that the, that our our beloved strike opposed dancers are, right. but. In their, in their yeah. own way. They are on their yeah.
2: way. Yeah. I mean, they get, they get little clips. And I think yeah. this is what's interesting about the film, too, is like it seemed like at the beginning of making it, it was going to be similar to Truth or Dare, mm-hmm. and we were going to get to know mm-hmm. them. And then as it went on, like there's this bigger idea that started to come through that was not about... But we yeah. got to know who they were just enough so Well, that, that's
1: the 350 hours of clips yeah, because yeah. I remember when um, one of the dancers near the end is like, I'm going to miss having that mic... So I'm assuming they had like multi-camera crews following the dancers around, following Madonna around to kind of make sure they were getting everything
2: yeah I mean this is where I think like again like it's so fascinating that this whole album is sort of about there's more that uh, to us than fame and fortune and yet I'm still going to record everything this is you know this is reality TV that they're making this is why I feel like this should have been a series correct I also just advocate if Madonna or any of her people are listening to us now like will you please turn the celebration tour into a reality series this is all I want I do
1: not want that at all I want
2: 25 Minutes a week. I do not want
1: 25 Minutes
2: a week. No, no,
1: no, Why? no, no Because I don't think we need it I don't think we, I would I, rather I would No, we do not need it and I just Think that the, idea. No, 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 I no, say no. yes Okay, well, I don't think it's gonna happen <laughs> Well, it's definitely not for happening. for you If you wanted
2: to articulate This is it. how I would like this to go Great, great. I, I just want to see all the stuff I don't. I love when we See Madonna like on the stage talking To them and like hanging out. And- yeah yeah, we'll Maybe get all that later. We'll she, get it later in, get it in, it in, in a way that TikTok, in a way
1: that is the it makes the sense. Um, right. Also, <laughs> finally, Sadia Garrett joins the tour, after yes. all these years
2: Is it sadiah I always say Saida. It's Saida
1: Garrett I, yeah. once again. Sa- yeah. Saida Garrett um, uh, famously uh, did backing vocals on True Blue and then f- became a star singing I Just Can't Stop Loving You with Michael Jackson on Bad. I
3: hear your voice now You are my choice now The love will bring.
1: so it's really kind of a full circle mom, this full circle moment <laughs> that she is now be- doing doing backing vocals and being on the tour next to longtime stalwart <laughs> Donna DeLory with donna a DeLory. with a horrible haircut oh. she has a horrible haircut
2: on this tour it's like a mom bob from from suburbia yeah well donna you know look i think Look, I think, you know, obviously what I believe happened. This is the story I'm making up. I don't know. Great. If this is true, I can't right? wait. Um, you know, <laughs> for, Donna- your, for your
1: weekly 25 minute reality show. Yeah. But- Donna and
2: Nikki were both asked to come yes. back. Right. And yes. Nikki was like, girl, I'm not doing this again. That was yeah. a lot. Right. It was a lot. And I think I've, I moved past it. That was great. We did it. That was so important. It's yeah. not going to get better than that. Yeah. Donna was like, I want to do it again. Uh, What? Well, because you know there was unresolved tension with Monty still, or whatever it was. She wanted
1: to see what was going to happen. She
2: was curious, and she was like, "I'm here for you, Em. I'm here for you, Em." And then, yeah, then they brought Saida in, and then there's that a crazy clip. Oh, so then when Donna was like, I'm gonna do it, Nikki was like, Okay, girl, you do it. But listen, when things get crazy or you get upset, you cannot call me to talk about it. Cause I've told you I'm not doing it. I'm well, out of that world. Well,
1: and, and I think I think here's the thing. They they didn't have a lot of downtime. So if the if the Drowned World Tour was over at the at like like September of two thousand one, it's less than three years later before yeah. the, the reinvention tour is ending. Yeah. So it's like she had had to have been she would have had to have been under contract. Probably less than two years later, yeah, and that's grueling. That's yeah. a grueling to recover and then do it again.
2: Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, for sure. But I think like
1: Nikki she, wanted to do other things. Nikki wanted to do
2: other. Th- who knows why? But like, I think that is. It's just an interesting thing. Yeah. And then you know, um, somebody sent us this. We had seen it before, but somebody just sent us this recently. This clip of Saida Garrett talking about being on the tour, and she calls Donna the other singer, and talks about. This moment where Madonna gave her the solo in "Like a Prayer," yeah, and how Donna did not get the solo, and that there she was, was never
1: going to get no, the of solo. Not. You but can't it would, give it. We to, would be
2: outraged if Donna was singing the solo in "Like a Prayer."
1: Well, like, and it's like it doesn't a, make sense. It's a gospel moment, and yeah. like like that's
2: a different kind of voice. But she should have given Donna something. She, like
1: well, and and this is what's interesting about this tour. There's a lot of musicianship on this tour yeah. I mean I think the biggest thing that I I took away from this what was so shocking to me which I had forgotten about until I watched the the film um, and we're we're gonna be talking about the Portugal yeah. there, there are a bunch of different um, Versions of that tour, but there's
2: no official version. There is
1: no official, and we'll talk why in a, in a minute. But like we're gonna be referencing the Portugal, yes, the, the last, bit, the, the last, last show, yeah, yeah, um, which is out on in in a very. Um, Interesting camera angle,
2: yes, format, yeah.
1: but um, I'm so shocked by how much Madonna's on her own,
2: she is with there's like a-
1: the band and the backing singers, and that's it.
2: Well, I think this goes back to what we've been saying, or I've been saying, and I think you've been agreeing like the whole time that Sometimes. this is what she wanted was to do a tour like that, you know. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, I think there's a part of her that needs some of the big numbers, but I think, yeah, her heart and soul, and I think a lot of times the pieces that work the best are the pieces where it's just really her and the band yeah you
1: know? yeah well and 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 moments where i mean there was so much uh gossip and swirling before the tour about how how hard it was going to be. Madonna wasn't up to it. There was yeah. a, she was collapsing during rehearsals, really? all of this oh, stuff. Oh yeah, there was a lot of stuff about, you know, the 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 exhaustion and you know, this kind of age like 44, 45. Mm. Oh, she's not up to it. But it's interesting when you get to the tour, yes, it's physically impressive but there is a lot of moments where she's just standing and and singing or sitting and standing yeah. like it's her leading she's a band leader in a lot of moments which I thought was really interesting
2: yeah I think that is interesting
1: um so the the tour was filmed but um, it wasn't really um, she didn't like what they did.
2: Well, there were a couple things. One was CBS had agreed to do like a two-hour, like put a two-hour block out where they were going to show the tour without commercials. Like HBO. and Right. Yeah. But then my understanding is they couldn't agree to what she would do and not do. Meaning, I think there was probably some objections to some of the material. And yeah, she totally. wasn't willing to make cuts, and so that that deal fell through. Yeah. Then there was somebody who was supposed to film. So whoever the guy is that filmed it, she didn't like what they did. Yeah. And then she didn't pay them. Right? She got sued. Yeah. Correct. Um, because she was like, this isn't what I wanted. And so then there was just never any official video of it made. And I think
1: that is kind of, that for me, that has kind of um, contributed to kind of the murky legacy of this tour.
2: Well, this is, again, like going back to, you know, my, my annoyance with the record company, though, of course, this isn't totally record company, but there was something about this time, and maybe it is ageism already starting to come into the picture of like that she just wasn't treated like, you know, even two or three years earlier when she, you know, she just wasn't treated with the same sort of like all of these things fucked up around her like why Why wasn't somebody there to really be like this is fucking Madonna like we need a good document of this do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like why isn't this being done and, and why did it take you know then it took so long for the film to come out because the yeah. film didn't come out for almost till the end of 2005 and
1: she in fact was editing I'm going to tell you a secret while she was starting to to um uh, write and record confessions. Yeah. So she was kind of toggling these two worlds trying to like... And that must have been very erratic for her because she's like trying to trim and shape the past yeah. which had already been like over a year before the footage yeah. had been shot to moving forward and making this forward thinking. yeah, She was on to her next... Chapter basically, yeah, yeah. and and to kind of go back and forth to that, um, and and where you know, and maybe that was Carice. Maybe that's where Carice Henry was fumbling because should mm. she have been in the middle of that, like sounding the alarm? I also think that there's something also about um, it being so quick after Drowned World, yeah, because it does. It, uh, and maybe this is also why. Um, you didn't go to the tour or I didn't go yeah. to the tour. It it didn't feel like she'd been away that long right. at that point. And, well, yeah. and it kind of contributes to this idea that like this this was a tour that she didn't necessarily want to do, but needed to do.
2: Well, you know, it's funny because if we think about it, besides the nineties, which were ultimately like a weird blip, yeah. If we think about from, you know, 80 to 93, she did do album tour, album tour, album tour, correct. album tour, except for the first one, right? Yeah. Um, and so it this is just the cycle. And, now, and we've been in that same cycle since. Ever since, yes. Yeah, it correct. just seems a little bit longer in between, but not much. Yeah, you know? yeah. And so she was just sort of getting back into that rhythm that, of like... That rhythm of, uh, yeah. But again, for us, I think it felt like three albums felt like, or two albums, or three really, was like enough material like, oh, I'm finally ready to hear all this live. Um, And yeah, I think there was something Yeah, something was being She was being pushed out, you know I think this thing about Carice is interesting We don't know any of these details, but we do know that um, Literally like uh, A month after the tour uh, Carice and Madonna Parted ways Yes. Saying it was mutual um, and amicable, and, and amicable, Liz put out a statement. Liz Rosenberg put out a statement, and Carice goes on to win that year from Billboard the Manager of the Year for this tour, as this tour also wins a Billboard Award for, award for Tour of the Year because it was a highly successful. Oh yeah, tour. Yeah. Um, but um, you know, and, and we'll talk about Carice in coming years about sort of what happens to her. But like, um,
1: well, and I think I think what happens because you know, like Madonna says this during the um during the the documentary about um if she could live like this all the time she would and it's like being at war everyone has a part to play no one can fuck up everyone's got to be focused
0: when you're putting a show together it's like life during wartime everyone has to pay attention no one can fuck up i wish i could live with this kind of mindset all the time i love it i love the energy of it and i love the idea that we're creating something together that there's a unity
1: and i have a feeling like like the business stuff they did not want to deal with during the 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 process and the cycle and they couldn't make any change like you just kind of forge ahead with it and just kind of let things happen as they and deal with the problems of it and then once the tour was over and the dust had settled, then you could actually make the decisions hmm. the necessarily necessary decisions. Well, yeah, I mean I it think, would have been more disruptive, I think, during the during the the, the cycle. You
2: mean to um, fire carice or fire something? Fire
1: Carice or may, you know, try and figure out why things were fucking up in the mo- like yeah. you just don't have time to do that.
2: Well, I think some of it didn 't fuck up until afterwards, meaning yeah. you know, but yeah, I think some things were happening fast, and you 're right there wasn 't time to do it. I love that you've pointed to that part from the film too, because I found that really profound, and I thought um, more than you know she was really into she 's really into process we 've talked about this forever, like she loves being in rehearsal, she loves the making she's she is an artist, and in this time period, she is really from. You know, this whole season, yeah, you know, has been um, the peak of her artistic, you know, leaning in and 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 experimentation. Yeah, and going into rehearsal then is like making another piece of art. It's building on the Stephen Klein stuff that she'd been doing. It's building on all of the ideas that she's been talking about in her videos and and visually and. And through the songs and yeah, you see this kind of joy in her, and also like when we see her like talk when they're doing like a costume parade and she's talking to them about like why you're wearing a yeah. costume you're yeah wearing. Oh, I was just gonna <laughs> yeah. yeah
1: yeah don't put your leg up in the
2: air people will see your shorts, you're supposed to be a real nun right right <laughs> or like, oh you know, religion divides us, and yeah. therefore that's why you start all in these different religious outfits, but and as then we're we going to rip them off right and yeah. find one right yeah, and, and, and be it's... one be one circle of.
1: there's a lot of talk. About being a light, yes, being a light. Well, all of us being one light, uh, um, talk, um, coming together. Yes. I mean, I and and I think that that's what that's where the the because I do think that ultimately she realized that she had all of these messages that she wanted to put out, and the album had obscured a lot of the those yes. messages, and so she's going to hit the stage in the way that she feels is the she's it's an art installation yes. It's an art installation and yes. that is going to be where the her, she's going to go directly to her audience and share those lessons yeah. and those ideas well she and those says messages. yeah
2: she says i mean in the film she's like she's on the way to the opening night and she's like
0: i think if the show is um like an art installation then if i if i think of it like that then i don't feel like i have to um I don't know. I don't think I have to achieve perfection every night. It's really hard to not be nervous. But like the Rob said to me last night, I said, oh God, thousands of people are going to be here and I hope I'm not going to be nervous. He said, you won't be nervous. They're not thousands of people. They're thousands of lights. Just have to think of them like that. Light is fearlessness. Light is compassion. Light is all... Giving and it's it's immortality. It's a place where there's no chaos, no pain, and no suffering.
3: There yeah. is a
0: light. Might is the laws of the universe. You can do things to connect to it, or you can do things to disconnect. That's what I say. I fear disconnecting
2: and I thought a lot about Madonna now, and I wonder, is you know what I'm like is she connected or not? I can't tell, yeah, do you know what I mean? Yeah,
1: yeah. I think it's interesting because it's like it's like she has this larger mission and yet then there's a lot of moments particularly in the film where her family pulls her out of kind of the the high-minded seriousness of it and makes her have some fun. Yeah. Because there are a lot of moments of fun and joy and just her relaxed yes. in a way that feels genuine and feels less of a performative thing like truth or dare yeah. i feel the more and more and as i i watch this film over and over again i'm like she really was playing a character in a lot of ways in truth or dare yeah. elements of it and this feels a lot less performative in moments there are moments where i'm like this is such a shot yeah fake thing totally um when but like, she cries at the last show um, oh. in the prayer circle. When I, But I was going back to what you were just saying. I think I would watch a 25 minute episode of her going to the tour every day. Yeah. And and just get the restlessness and what she's thinking about that day oh, yeah. and what she, you know. Well, the fact she's that she's like, us- fucking Lola's not coming now. Fuck her. Or, yeah. you know, I think Rocco's coming to the show tonight and he's bringing his new girlfriend and I hope I like her. Totally. You know, I want stuff like that I'm like, well, David broke another guitar string Playing my guitar I'm gonna take that out of his allowance <laughs> These th- these uh-huh. little, like, minutiae things Well, of, like, like-
2: for you me, know. in this film, it was like the moment where she's like, "I can't stop shitting,"
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: and I was like, "What, Madonna? Sh-
1: Madonna shit!" <laughs> oh, I love when she, or when they fall her into the bathroom. Oh, she's to like, "I pee. pee."
2: Um, you guys On, should go. in the
1: M? Don't forget the M stall. That's yes. only Madonna. And
2: then they even like peek over, and she's like, "Get <laughs> out!" Like, I love that. I'm like, "Oh my god!" Well, I would do anything to see Madonna peeing.
1: That, that <laughs> I would do it. To- no, I, mean, I don't want to <laughs> see
2: Madonna pee. But Madonna in bathrooms. I mean this. Theme goes oh, on and on. Oh, oh it's yeah. her, it's her safe place. And we see it. Even I'm going to tell you a secret. I f- feel like we saw every bathroom of every place she stayed. Because my, like... my favorite are the
1: conversations with Guy, where he clearly
2: wants to have a moment, uh-huh.
1: and there's like a makeup artist hovering in the bathroom. <laughs> Everyone's in the bathroom. Yes. But Madonna's like, I just need the I just need the right lighting. It's it's yeah yeah. Anyway, <laughs> but that's that's a show I would watch. I would watch uh-huh. 25 minutes of Madonna getting in the car and uh-huh. going to the venue oh, and that. just let her talk talk to us I about whatever she wants to talk to us about. Well, maybe she maybe she'll do that. God, god I, I tell Stuart he's got to um, have breath mints tonight or I'm not coming up during the guitar solo. <laughs> <laughs> Things like that.
2: She's like, "Esther, Esther, <laughs> do your homework." <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> you can't cheat off of your sister. Both of you have to do the work.
1: Do the work. Do the work. Um so, do you want to talk a little bit about this set list and what's happening yeah, and yeah. why these songs in this order? Yeah,
2: yeah. Okay. Um,
1: and like, like, uh, like usual, Madonna. Like usual. Mark <laughs> just
2: turned. Mark just turned in the office to an invisible audience and started. To-
1: <laughs> <laughs> to you, to you. Um, I miss our live <laughs> audiences. I miss them. I want coming them back. soon. Our tours coming, coming. Coming. Yeah, coming. coming. We're coming. We're coming. We're coming. We got. We All got. Right. There's a, there's an Easter egg clue in this episode. <sighs> I think of what we're doing now. Yes,
2: indeed. live.
1: Um, so like like a lot of her tour. Like once again, this is in chunks. We have like five chunks of a, five. A five acts.
4: <laughs> <in this show. laughs> a five act structure. A five
1: act structure. <laughs> <laughs> It's yeah. like a
2: Shakespearean play. Well, kinda,
1: kinda. <laughs> kind of. Kind of. Kind of.
2: Except.
1: Um, well, what's your favorite moment? In do you the, have In a, the whole In the show? whole show. Because I don't want to go. We're not going through the set list. We're not walking through the whole thing.
2: Well, I think we are in a way. We're going to go through part by part, aren't we? Okay,
1: yeah. yeah. Okay, let's but do that.
2: I, I will say. Do you have
1: any overall like, oh my gods or... Oh, uh, um, Uh, things that you just overall impressions of this set list
2: Um, I will say the surprise to me and the thing I love the most and could watch over and over again is lament saying that without any irony and total truth I love lament I
1: I am losing my mind I am shocked by this revelation (laughs) I think you're lying I think
2: you're yanking my chain I am not at all I th- you love Lament? I love it. I think um I love how we get there. I love how she sounds. I love what how she's singing it. I love I love the image. I think it's fantastic. Okay. And um some beautiful vocals. I also really love Papa Don't Preach and Crazy For You when we get into those at Close to the End. Love them. Okay. Um and um I would say those are my highlights. I mean, I think we've talked about Nobody Knows Me, which I do love that uh, as well. I, um, uh, yeah, so those are the ones I'm going to say are my highlights. And for you.
1: And I think the best, the big surprise of the set list was the acoustic set when she and the band came. Because remember, I'm on my my whole, one of the major themes of this show was always me being like, she needs to come downstage and just do a set with the band. And she does it with, and I'd forgotten that they actually like, everybody comes down and they do like, Five numbers, I think, yeah, together, yeah, and it's like it's that nothing fails. Don't tell me like a prayer, mother and father. That feels to and me. And imagine, well, I'm in a hole. I'm in. I'm in a cut. It and imagine, wow. But like, there, there, disagree. I think it's a great like four song. Like this is where she is right now. Yeah, and the like a prayer is amazing. Yeah, and it's the only time I think she's ever done it that simply and that stripped <laughs> down, which just her and the band.
2: Yeah, it's really beautiful.
3: All right, Portugal! Are you ready to get this party started? Are you ready to dance? I don't want to see anybody sitting down.
2: That's the first time she's done it since 1990. Yes, correct. Um, so it's really amazing, important moment, and she—that's the moment, you know, and. Um, you had sent me this thing from uh, uh, Mad Eyes, the website Mad mm-hmm. Eyes, which I recommend to everybody if you haven't been there. They have like Mad devoted to Madonna's eyes. Oh my god! But it's not really. It's like <laughs> it's like such a great document, and they yeah. have like um, a diary for the Reinvention tour, where it's like basically every show they tell you like what happened, and the costumes, the corset differences, <laughs> anything that they anything changed.
1: that changed or anything that Madonna's happens. not feeling well, Madonna's right. sick when they Madonna's go to up. Anna.
2: Um and she calls out uh, Melanie and Joe Henry, yeah. and um, the, all the reviews. Yeah, she had a stomach flu at the beginning of the tour, and they yeah. canceled like the second show or something. And um, all that shitting, uh, all of that <laughs> shitting. So for like a prayer, um, they. In almost every um, note on the you know on the the tour, yeah, it's the moment where Madonna is like, "All right, get up out of your seats. this is the time to dance and so it's the it's the only time that she really called like the first time she calls the audience to get up, like everybody's got to get up for this yeah so and it still holds that place in a Madonna concert, like no matter what because I even think of Madame X, it's like no matter what everybody we, got up, everybody, everybody got, up. got up for like a prayer. Because it is such a fucking beautiful song,
1: and and she still, because you know, you talked about this that there was a lot of moments when she was doing the old songs on this tour where she's kind of walking through them, yeah. uh, Because she has, she knows she has to do them, and even with the quote unquote reinvention of each one, I think she gets sick of it really quickly, sure. and then she's kind of just doing them. Like a prayer, and and again, because you know me, and like I mean, the whole like a prayer era, yeah. I think she really still loves and adores and plugs into the source when she's singing this song, yeah. No matter how many years it's been, and I have to think too, um just just getting into it and knowing that that it's going to knowing that it's going to deliver for the audience yes. too and they're waiting for it yeah in a way that they may not be waiting for burning up or they may not be they they may not be expecting papa don't preach or crazy for you they know tr- l- when like a prayer starts they're gonna go
2: well yeah i think you're absolutely right there's something it's it connects to life force for her and There are actually very few songs that really do that for her consistently over the years. Like a Prayer is one. I'm trying to think of like one or two other examples. And and
1: in a way where it's a song that doesn't necessarily, was it intended to be that? Because I think music is a song that connects to everybody. But it, it was a song written to do that. Or Vogue mm. was a song that was written to get up on the dance floor. Into the Groove yeah. is a song that, hey, let's get up on the dance floor. They, they, they do that because it's like a prayer, not because like a prayer is telling them to.
2: Right. It just, it actually brings you up. It
1: brings you into yeah,
2: it. Yeah. Maybe
1: Ray of Light?
2: Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. maybe.
1: Interesting. Yeah.
2: All right. That's it'll be a continuing conversation for yeah. seasons yeah. Well, to come.
1: Yeah. Oh my god. So <laughs> many so many ray of lights to come.
2: And and like your prayers. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that feels
1: good to me. That that that's a nice
2: feeling to feel. Yeah. 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 We have those to look forward to. Yeah. And lots of other things. Yes, we do. Um, but we're not there yet, Mark. No, let's, let's come back into the here. Yeah.
1: Let's get present. Um, so there are ten songs from pre nineteen ninety
2: on this tour. Out of twenty one, which that are on is
1: crazy. Tour. That's crazy yeah. to me. And I was
2: thinking she does something from every album except Bedtime Stories.
1: That is correct. That is very correct.
2: And if um, according to you, um, something to remember is one of the albums, then there's nothing from something to. Well, no, there are plenty of things from something crazy for you. But yeah, there's nothing new from something to remember.
1: Yeah, that's true. And something to remember is an album because we, I just saw <laughs> footage from a young listener who yes. was showing me his vinyl today. I posted it on our social media yes. and he was showing Madonna through the 90s. He was showing and,
2: you or well, us? In the,
1: in the video. Mm. And he showed erotica uh-huh. and then he showed bedtime stories and then he showed something to remember. and Then he showed Ray of Light. So mm. he counts it so do we
2: that's right mark thank you so
1: uh, yes she does she covers all the bases and and i probably think that that was intentional obviously oh 100%
2: yeah and
1: um, and she gives everybody a little a little snippet from their favorite madonna yeah yeah. Over and over and over again. But she doesn't
2: do over and over. Oh my gosh.
1: Now what did you think of material? What do you think of the guitar section?
2: because this is the yeah. first time and this is well, a, uh,
1: okay, yeah. We're this just is the around. we're gonna run around. Okay. I'm not going in order order. <laughs> no, so so this is and this is the first time we get like this rock Madonna. She yeah. does this now on, in the next few tours. Yeah. Where she's gonna be like a rocker.
2: Yeah. She's got her guitar. On. She's got her guitar, she's, she's gonna got do the some, wide stance. Yeah. Right, right.
1: Yeah, yeah. This is her
2: rock and, she, and roll stand, and she does
1: "Burning Up" and "Material Girl" back to back.
2: Yeah, I enjoyed both of them. Um, I thought that um, "Burning Up" is great. Especially when Monty comes out for the solo, which oh, the, solo yeah. the guitar solo is so badass. Oh my god, they have so much fun together.
1: Monty Pittman is the once again another MVP for this tour because yeah. he comes out too during the Hollywood. Yeah, that guitar solo during Hollywood while those boys are doing their skater stuff. Yeah, I was like in heaven. I mean, yes, they put him in a cape, but other than that, I mean, I was like, you go, Monty Pittman. <laughs>
2: No, Monty Pittman is a a team player, but he's also a superstar.
1: He's a superstar. We love you. I
2: love this guitar section, and there were a lot of other songs that they thought maybe could go into this guitar section, right? I'm So Stupid, which was one. There's such great that little bit of footage that's of them rehearsing it when she's singing it sort of like Iggy Pop.
1: (laughs) Yeah.
0: So stupid.
3: I'm so stupid. Everybody's
1: looking for something. Everybody's stupid, stupid. Who also makes an appearance? Oh my
2: God! Later on, when they <laughs> yeah, when they're in Ireland, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And with his whole, little butt. And the whole band is like, <laughs> everybody's watching him is like, what the hell is going on? And, he, but he is. Stuart's
1: like, like, what are they doing to my stage? <laughs> All my equipment. Um,
2: she was, she tried, was going to do dress you up. Yes. And they, last minute they switched to Yeah. It up. Cause she wasn't quite nailing it. Yeah. Or feeling confident in it. I like that whole section. That section is, um, that's the military section with
1: American Life and Express Yourself, and
2: right. So it's American Life, Express Yourself, Burning Up, Material Girl, yeah,
1: um,
2: and Express Yourself. She doesn't the American Life and Express Yourself. She's not playing the guitar, American, yeah. Life, but Express Yourself also has this like very military, like it's sort of bleeding off of American Life,
1: not unlike the Holiday from Girlie Show. Yeah, exactly.
2: Yeah. It's the similar similar vibe. I think that American Life really lives really well in this tour.
1: Yeah, that was and and um, something about. the the Portugal footage, they shot it really well. Like yeah. You get a sense of everything going on on the stage in a way that I don't think, even in the I'm going to tell you a secret version, yeah. they don't quite get
2: everything that's happening. Right. Well, let's talk about the stage because the stage is really interesting. Yeah. And I couldn't find a clear picture of it. So anybody who has clear pictures of it send because what I could understand is that, okay, there's the proscenium. Then there are these like... Um, then there's like, uh, there's places, um, the stage comes down a little bit and there's those places where people can stand, right, where we're yeah. joking about them being in the plastic. Correct. Um, though, one of our, uh Ben, then the author right, yes. had said actually he was in those and that it was very comfortable and great and a really cool seat.
1: Yeah, I'm, I, I'm I'm skeptical of that assessment of it. That was like really 20 years it. ago. Yeah, but
2: he's like, it was amazing. The only thing we couldn't see were all the visuals. So yeah. I can see that those those I can understand that. Okay. I mean, I just think that we were seeing it from an angle that looked funny. Yeah. So then it seems like there are these like scaffolding or like... That pivot in and out. Yeah, Does and it, that come out over the audience. Well, yeah,
1: because there's that bridge that the takes bridge. you out at the yeah. end yeah like at the very end of the show
2: but also in American life they come up onto it and they're in like a they're like way out in front of in the yeah. audience so I thought that was all really cool I mean it's always Madonna and stairs and and levels you yeah know, she loves to play with the levels which is gorgeous but I thought also thought like the real um power of the song lived on stage in yeah. a way that it didn't live you know gets we we've talked about this before that real rock version
1: and this idea of her leading a troop yes of people Doing it because the 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 versions we had seen up to this point had just been Madonna with a, with a with the band yeah. by herself, and now she has like this like military gang yeah with her to like do it, and I think she probably got a lot of energy from them as well totally every night
2: yeah, and I think it was a real place of like um, she took the rage all the rage and she really channeled it in that moment. I mean, this is a I think a peak in the first half of the the show where yeah. it's like it really gets intense yeah. Um, I think express yourself after that for me like is fine. It's it,
1: it, and I can't believe I'm saying this. It is the um, it's the weakest of those four numbers. Yeah, I was I, and that floors me because express yourself is amazing.
2: Well, but, I think like you know between uh blonde ambition and the girly show. We had really two definitive versions. Definitive
1: versions, and yeah. It's
2: so hard, you know. I think I, I personally think when she gets to M um, D N A and she does it, af, you know, with giving, give me all your love and um, putting in um, Born This Way. Yeah, I think it, it kind of comes back in a way that yeah. it hadn't, but that's a, a whiles away. No, I agree. I, I felt very like that was where I felt like because I said this to you, like there are several times in the concert where I feel like she gets dead eyes. Yeah. She's and this just is one, yeah. Yeah, this is one of those places. And
1: yet, this is the first time that we actually get Donna and um, Sa- Saida Saida um, with her. Like up to this point, Madonna had been all alone, and I think that's yeah. what's so striking about the first section. Yeah. So you get this first section, which is kind of this like Marie Antoinette slash like yeah. Victorian, and it's and it's basically Madonna and the dancers doing Vogue. And then Nobody Knows Me by Herself and then Frozen by Herself. I mean, she does this big number with the the dancers and all the yoga and all of that. And then it's like two solos, which blew me away. When she did Frozen by Herself...
2: Which is, I think, really lovely.
1: It is lovely. Yeah. Th- this set list makes no narrative sense. No, though. I
2: agree. I mean, I I was watching this and I didn't. I wasn't paying attention to like, oh, what the sections were, or what they were called, and I was like, who is this woman? Like, who is this character she's playing? And then when it said, I was like, oh, it's the Marie Antoinette. Or I yeah. was like, oh, I see. Yeah. It's like this reinvention. You know, I I think I I think that the Beast Within, which is sort of the prologue, is part of this, totally. this section. Oh yeah. And I did, I was telling you, and I encourage anybody to do this, like I just YouTubed like you know, backdrops for you know reinvention tour backdrops, yeah, like, and the videos for, are all there, yeah, and yeah. the beast within one is phenomenal
1: well it's also it's also an extension on our collaboration with Stephen Klein yeah. and uh, who also shot the the tour book, so there's all right. those images, and I think that that's that's another thing that the tour is playing with is. And and back to Nobody Knows Me, which we had talked about during that episode. Yeah. Um, her brilliant performance of Nobody Knows Me, um with yes. the Jamie King choreography and running around the stage and flipping on the grid you know, all kinds of the the moving the everything's going on but so much of the artwork in the tour book is Madonna playing other people and yes. being other people and how do i how do i leave the baggage of being Madonna behind to embark on this because i want people to hear my messages even if it's Madonna quote unquote telling you these messages like yes. you need to hear what i'm saying it's less about the messenger and so i think there's all of these ideas of like Madonna trying to like pretend to be other people with the wigs and all the different, character she plays in that tour book that book's beautiful I remember those yeah. I re- remember the, when the ads for the tour were coming out it was Madonna like dressed as Marie Antoinette like
2: On leaned, the floor. staring yeah. at yeah. you
1: like daring you not to come
2: yes I love all of that and I think in that in that opening section with Vogue too we see a lot of these different characters it's like the visuals behind the dance well, first of all I think it's amazing I know it seems silly now to say it but like it's kind of amazing that this woman, you know, this icon, and this is part of what she's trying to break down, comes, rises from the stage, ready to do yoga poses, right? Yeah. And she does that back bend. Yes. Which is hard, not hard. You know, you can decide, like if you're doing yoga, that's, that's a move you can do. But you really do have to be warmed up to do that. And I think in a way, like she's showing us like, I'm in process. I'm not, I'm, I'm working through practice. You're seeing practice. You're seeing me living my life. Not like that. Yes. I'm, I'm the star, but I'm also here. Like Coming from a centered place, I'm I'm pulling, and she talks a lot about this in the show about like, and in her light le- and in the film actually she talks about like, um, I used to live with a lot of chaos in my life, and what I'm looking for is you know calm. I'm looking, mm. I don't need all the chaos. I created that chaos, but I don't need it, and that coming out. Uh, for the first number and being in these poses, which are about finding center and peace and calm, is really one of the other big messages of the of the. Oh, of I the love concert. that!
1: I love that because that also explains a lot of the solo stuff. It's yeah. like it's like in the middle of all this going on, it's really about present she's present for those moments because she doesn't have to deal with all of the other things around her i also think it's very interesting she does those alone on a platform she's not amongst the dancers yet and it's like she's like harnessing everything going on and it's like the crowd is going crazy because she just showed up yeah and she's able to block all that out do her poses And then start one of the biggest hits of her career to kick off this show.
2: Yeah, it's crazy. The visuals behind her are like these, like it's like a museum. Yeah, and the museum keeps turning, and all the photos on the walls or all the paintings on the walls are her, and they're all like kind of like these boomerangy Steve from Stephen Klein stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These images that are going back and forth of her, like. Moving and getting somewhere, and then it keeps flipping and turning. there's also this woman in that video in that video that i we don't see this character in the rest of the show who is the black hair, yes, yeah, and who is she she's
1: she's a she's um
2: is she the curator of the museum
1: <laughs> Madame X is a curator <laughs> no, I think uh, but she's a mystical like like like. Almost like a guide. I think mm. she's one of the guides of Madonna. Uh-huh. She's she's the sister to the woman in Frozen from the Desert. Oh.
3: Okay. And she's
1: kind of saved up her shuckles and took a plane and is in Englewood, ready to guide Madonna on a on a on a a journey together. I like it. Yeah. Okay. I, uh, all right. Um, all of this brilliance and and daring and chances, and then we yeah. get to the circus
2: section. <laughs> Wait a second. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, you're right. But we wait, can we the, just talk about Material Girl for a second? We can because, talk
1: about Material Girl because it was okay. nice to see it.
2: All right, I just am giving <laughs> for those of those of you who need like some structure because Mark is like consciously defying. Structure I'm ripping
1: today, it apart. Um, I'm just the, gonna say because the set list makes no sense. Okay, but I, I want to give
2: people just like where we are in the set list. So it's uh, the Beast Within, Vogue, Nobody Knows Me, Frozen, and and that's the end of the first section. American Life, Express Yourself, Burning Up Material Girl, end of section, and then Hollywood is the beginning of the circus section. Yeah. But Material Girl, she tries to do like a sing-along with the audience or a back and forth and to, to various degrees of success. All
3: right, we're going to do another oldie but goodie! Except sometimes I forget the world
1: Well, this is the first time, and she's tried this out on the promo tour of saying, I I know this is an oldie but a goodie, but I don't know the words. (laughs) And I just don't buy it. I don't buy that she doesn't know the words to her own song. And she tries it, you know, she tries it before. It kind of worked on the promo tour, so now she's really owning it. Yeah, um, yeah, and I also think you know, like you know, we talked about, and we're going to talk about our hero uh, Madonna's dresser, yes, very, very soon, yes, Tony, um, and uh, but he talks about how she's got those those earbuds and he can't hear anything anyway, yeah. yeah. So how can she hear if they're singing along or not?
2: Yeah, who knows?
1: Like, like I, I think she's guessing.
2: <laughs> <laughs> she could probably hear it if it's really loud, you know, if people are really doing it. But I think it was like, it seemed to me from the version we saw that sometimes they were catching it and sometimes they weren't. Yeah. You know, um, my
1: favorite line is that was pretty good, but we can do better.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, this is the thing about, you know, and, and now it's almost to the point, it's like, it is a Madonna trope. It's like, you know, are y'all having a good time? The school mar. You know? And the fuck school my motherfuckers. Yeah, yeah this way that she yells at us like, um, are you ready? Are you ready? Do you want some? I more? can't hear you. Right. I yeah. can't, you know, these are all like now like the things we know. You know, we can all say them. We know what she's gonna say. You know, yeah, yeah. Um, but but yeah. I,
1: I love at the end during holiday, where she's like, all the people in the back sing yes. holiday. All the people on the left sing holiday. Yes. She doesn't have time to say, sing it louder. <laughs> <laughs>
2: She it, does it better for you know, and hung up you know in yeah. the next tour she oh, yeah, gets it really, really yeah. good well, you so, know and 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 its can always be louder, it can always be more, yes, for sure, yeah, there's always yeah. room for more, okay, so we move into but yeah. i
1: but ironically, not to, to, before we leave material yeah, girl yeah. that's the one i think that's one of the songs on the set list that uh is reinvented for the
2: better, yeah, yeah, uh, of the old songs it's
1: probably probably the one that that. Um, is the most revelatory in a reinvented state. I think.
2: Yeah, I totally agree. I totally agree. I think that there were a couple other songs that she was considering in this area. Yeah. I think also. I know I had said dress you up, but I also think maybe ray of light was was when they were trying out here.
1: Yeah.
2: I also have. I'm glad like, they
1: didn't. I'm glad they yeah. didn't put that in.
2: Yeah, I even see that they on. I found this on another site that the other songs that they were trying out that didn't make the tour, but were rehearsed or take a bow. Love profusion, bad girl, easy ride. Nothing really matters. God. So
1: i in at a way at this point in the show
2: to have a I bad girl, I'd be like, What? <laughs> Apparently I read somewhere, this is a ridiculous thing. I don't even think this is true, but I read it in one of the things doing research was like that Madonna made this rule that she didn't want any songs or any words that said goodbye. Yeah. <laughs> God, Madonna, (laughs) which is probably true. That's Um, fine. um, That's fine. I'm, 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 yeah. Yeah. I was also thinking about, you know, because this is about the time, I don't know if it's on this tour or the next tour where she starts to talk about like the heat. In the stadium or whatever, like where she's like wanting to control how hot or cold it is. Well,
1: we we, we'll get to the when in Ireland when it storms outside when they're at that castle and she's once again doing battle with weather, the
2: elements, singing, losing again,
1: losing again. I mean,
2: one of the beautiful moments is when she's singing that song from Hair, like "Let the Sunshine In" to try to get the sun. To come and she doesn't she know the, do the words. The <laughs> but she makes up her own. and they're gorgeous. Uh,
1: I think um, Madonna'd be great singing the song Frank Mills from Hair. Oh. I think she should do a, a concert version of Hair. Oh, I think that would be right in her wheelhouse. Yeah, she could sing. Right. She could sing that, and she could sing, um, uh, White Boys, Black
2: Boys. Oh yeah, I yeah, think that sure. would go
1: Rover really yeah, well. Yeah, would be
2: great. great. Great for her. Yeah. <laughs> um, um. So the circus section. Okay. This is perhaps the the worst part of the concert it's a
1: low moment
2: <laughs> however so it starts with this um interlude for hollywood yeah and yeah. one of the things i do like about this is during. I, I like this interlude actually yeah um i specifically like this is another time where i watch the visuals later and it's um uh, all these tarot cards yeah that come to life and i sort of like this as like an idea of like um you know, going to Hollywood, or you know, all of this idea of like circus being like Hollywood and and fame and fortune is like you know you're you're playing you're taking some risks with your fate you know by going there you know what I mean?
1: Well, and and also that kind of idea of alternative spirituality, uh, oh, other yeah. paths yes. to finding the truth, yes. And- Also, there's something. What I always love about it is um, about tarot, and particularly like in California, there's like like I'm going to forge my own path, Mm -hmm. and tarot is another way, another tool to do that for myself, and not to listen to like, you know, the people.
2: Right. All these different kinds of um, experiences pop up in the Hollywood uh, interlude. We have um, the woman who does sort of like a. I want to say it's like an Indian indigenous dance. Yeah. Um, There's the tap dancer there's like break dancing that's when Monty comes out and they take the hat you know mm-hmm. there's all this crazy stuff that happens it's 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 kind of a mess
1: well and that one dancer is one of my favorite Madonna dancers ever and that is Daniel Cloud Campos and Cloud is with her he, he returns for the Confessions tour he's a huge part yeah. of, of the tour and he's the guy that has the hat and then does that flip around Round, oh, that yeah. breakdancing flip that yeah. he keeps moving his hand. It's brilliant. Yeah. It's brilliant. He's not the skater. He's the other guy. He's the guy that does the run and the flip.
2: Yep, yep.
1: Um, and he is amazing, and he's even more amazing on The Confession. He's a huge yeah. part of and that isn't tour. And is in the
2: hung-up video? Oh, he's and everywhere. Sorry. This yeah, whole he's era. Yeah. He's
1: yeah. all about it. Yeah. And but it, but it is, it's this idea of... Um, it's Madonna bringing in all of these other cultures in the, and using her platform to kind of shine lights on, on all of these other things that, yeah. um, and other people and other ways of expressing the same thing she is. Yeah. These are all their lights. She's letting them show their light. In order to harness it for the bigger. Oh, I like
2: that. Yeah. 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 But still. And then
1: yet. And yet. (laughs) And yet.
2: I mean, I think this is, again, one that really suffers from not having a good uh, filmed version of. Like, because I think there is some of it in the I'm going to tell you a secret film, but it's just still, I can't quite see what it is, you know? Well, we actually don't get that this
1: is the least filmed version um section yeah, of the yeah. show. We from, only really get
2: lament yeah, from that. True. And a little bit I feel like we get a little bit of Hollywood. Um yeah. but, but um and then I, I, I can barely even talk about the next few well, songs.
1: I mean so the three songs we're gonna talk about very briefly are Hanky Panky, Die Deeper and Deeper, and Die Another Day. I have no idea what these three songs have in common. <laughs> and um uh yeah they're also just songs that are sung. they they're just different songs yeah. vocally. They're not. It's so strange. It is. It's such a strange mashup.
2: I'm not. I'm not saying I wasn't happy to see Hanky Panky. I think this is kind of fun, but it wasn't a great version of it. It was well, fine.
1: It's that. It's that weird Madonna's choice in each. of the, the, the I'm going bananas. The white yeah. heat. Yeah. Where it's just a weird song that she likes to do. Yeah. And she probably just wanted to do it.
2: Yeah. Yeah, and maybe again, like to fulfill, like. I mean we have Vogue from that album but We get
1: two from I'm Breathless music and I'm from and inspired by the film Dick Tracy. Yes, yes we do, honey. So,
2: Hanky panky's there. Apparently, should she have
1: done like a, a bedtime story song instead? Like, would you have liked Secret at this point no, or no. We just <laughs> had I, Secret. I'd rather be your lover. You
2: know I don't read that <laughs> one.
1: Or um I'm just trying to think what she would She wouldn't have done Human Nature in this section. No. She was not in that place, and, but
2: she, we do get Bedtime Story as an interlude in and in you know, f- before we get to the next section. So maybe that's her nod to.
1: Well, it um, is, or it, yeah, it that be, is yeah. the nod,
2: but no, maybe she would have done Don't Stop. I mean, oh
1: my god, had she done Don't Stop here? i that would have changed my whole perception <laughs> of it. I think this song, um, faults because it's not, it's, it's in no way different, it's no way yeah, reinvented. Right. It, it just kind of, it's.
2: I guess apparently this there was a time where she was going to do, premiere, um, uh, a song from Hello Suckers. Uh, oh,
1: in this section. It, it
2: was going to be Devil Wouldn't Recognize You, which, oh. which becomes something else for Hard Candy. Yeah. But apparently that was sort of considered as part of this section. And I think Hello Suckers was, I think that story was... This film was going was moving through time, but it was. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. I think this was supposed to be that, or part of this was supposed to be about that. Yeah. Um, because when we get to um, deeper and deeper after this, this is in this sort of slowed down kind of nineteen thirties forties version of the song, right? Would you call it that? Uh, what would you call that?
1: What would I call I deeper mean,
2: and deeper? Uh, this is where I would have
1: gone. I would have volunteered to go get taquitos
2: from the 7 <laughs> Eleven across the street from the stadium. Well, this is like, you know, when she's in the film and she's like, um, I'm not going to be upset when people get up and, you know, she's trying go get to get their hot dogs. And this is when I would go get the fucking hot dogs. This is dogs when too. I'm getting
1: the hot dogs. Yeah. This is the least, this is the wor- one of the worst moments in a Madonna concert, <laughs> is this song. I, and I include a lot of other things here. I think It's just so boring. It's so not Deeper and Deeper. Well, I love Deeper and Deeper. We
2: love Deeper and Deeper. But you know what? I have to say, I love Deeper and Deeper, it's too. A,
1: it's, a, it's a chance. It, she takes a chance.
2: It's sure. It's an experiment. No, but I was going to say with Deeper... Yes. But I'm going to say with Deeper and Deeper, like, Deeper and Deeper is kind Kind of a boring song to sing. I, th- I think I've said this before. Like, it's really long. Yeah. The chorus is long. It doesn't, it's like, it repeats a lot. It's not a great, it's just not a great concert song. I don't think. I mean, I think in The Girly Show, it was a beautiful version, and she does it again in Rebel Heart, and it's fine. It's good. It's fine. You know, yeah. Um, it's nice to hear it. You know what I mean? But I don't know, I don't. I just, I think if you were to choose, you know, go back and be like, well, if you want to pull something from erotica, there were so many other things that could have gone in this slot. You know, for me. I mean, me.
1: fever slowed down would have been
2: better than this. And would have been appropriate. Yeah, You know what I mean? And the yeah. joy. But she was like, oh, but she has a thing that she doesn't really like fever. Yeah, I know. Time has gone on, which is so interesting to yeah. me. Yeah. But she could have even done, well, that was maybe where she was going to do Bad Girl, maybe. Um, But I would have loved to, for her to do, you know, well, I wouldn't have wanted to see Bye Bye Baby. Gosh, what would I wanted to do here? Besides that was like a hit because it had to have been a hit. Yeah. I mean, we could have done Rain and I would have been happy to see Rain exactly the way she did it in 93.
1: Oh, no, but you couldn't have done it cuz Nikki said no. This that should be what this whole episode should be called. Nikki said no <laughs> cuz I do think there's something mm. about Nikki Harris not being there yeah. that just changes the tenor of the show. Oh yeah. And I love you Nikki Harris and I miss you every day. That yeah. with that that single K. But I I do you I I yeah. because there's also the, the, this is supposed to be a lighthearted Section, yeah, at this point, yeah. and we just and then it just kind of deteriorates from there with the Die Another Day, which yeah, we which talked about, work. yeah, the tangos, which are like lovely, great, great, but it's 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 this weird version of Die Another Day, and then it goes into well, Lament, yeah. So Madonna is, spits on the guy, she really does spit, she spits. yeah, very Patty Smith,
2: yeah. Very rock and roll. I
1: saw Patty Smith once um, do an in-store at the same Tower Records Madonna did on Eighth Street uh-huh. and Broadway. Um, when not Eighth uh,
2: Street, Fourth Street, Fourth Street, Street.
1: 4th. And and she was celebrating the um, the anniversary of Horses. They had re-released Horses, and so she did like an in-store back in the heyday of Tower Records. And she spit all over that stage. I was like, I'd never <laughs> seen her before. Uh-huh. And I was like, and I was so excited to see her because I love Patti Smith. And um, and she got up there and was spitting on the stage and all over Tower Records. I was like, she really means it.
2: Well, Patti Smith does really mean she it. She
1: fucking means it. Yeah. I was blown away by
2: it. Um, You know, I think the thing with The Die Another Day is like, it's this weird vocal thing that happens where it's sort of like she's trying to match the vocal on the album and it also is mixed with some of the vocal on the album. Yeah. Which goes to this thing that happened at this time that Elton John accused her of lip syncing the whole show. Yes. And I think these are moments where it's like, because even in Vogue, she is singing live, but she's also singing to track. She's trying to match the sound of the track and it doesn't quite work. Do you know what I mean? No. It's the same because her voice has changed and it's also different live than it is on the album. It's the same with the Into the Groove when she's trying to match the same sound. When she just lets go and sings it in her real voice, it's great. Yeah, you know what I yeah, mean? But yeah. This gets really, like, it's too tight, this version of it. And because it, 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 it has this, it's like as if they just played the record and then she's singing on top of it. Well,
1: and I think there's something about the, the as great as the tango is, there's a lot of technique happening. I feel like everyone's working really hard to pull it off. Yeah. There's a lot, it, like, like you said, I like the word tight because it, it's there's a lot of like, okay, I gotta hit my mark. Where's my mark to make sure that this guy can lift me and There's a lot of that happening. Yeah, totally. And and maybe that's why, to kind of bring it back around to lament your favorite moment in the show. Yeah. yeah. um, I think maybe (laughs) that's why it's so full and so present is because, again, Madonna's had to now deal with all of this mishaga. And now she's sitting down. She's got a mic and all of the chaos around her is gone. And now she's just able to like deliver. Yeah. Yeah, Without having to worry about everything else.
2: I also think the song... Yeah, I think yeah, that's exactly right. It's finally just like I can just... <sighs> yeah. yeah. And it's like a song that's in her range. Well, everything's in her range. But it's like a song that allows her to access her full voice, which we don't get to hear um, until the next section, like truly full. Yeah. And I also think the message of the song... You know, especially like, remember, I was very young then, you know, in that section of the song where I feel like she's really personalized it. Yeah. There's something yeah. she understands about the song now and means more to her now than it did when she did it almost 10 years ago at that point. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. And so I find it to be a very true moment.
3: Juice.
1: material is a very interesting I'll be I'm very curious if we'll get anything from Avida on this tour that's coming yeah. up this year because it's been interesting to watch how Avida the Avida material has kind of played into the Madonna uh, brand yeah. at, uh, through the years. I mean, she does say, I mean, she does Don't Cry For Me, Argentina, and You Must Love Me on the next, t- on Sticky and Sweet. I mean, she, it, they come back yep. and yep. she, you, but she's not, um, she's not, um, she's not doing Buenos Aires, the dance mix. I know, but like, wouldn't
2: that be great? Wouldn't that
1: be fun? I'd love for her to do Buenos Aires. <laughs> <laughs> but- Hello! <laughs> Buenos Aires. <laughs> no, she'd be like, Hello! Chicago. (laughs) Hello. Hello. South Dakota. Hello. Bozeman, Montana. Hello. Mexico City. Antarctica Antarctica <laughs> Hello Sydney Australia Is she
2: going to Sydney on this no, tour No yeah. she's not going she's not going they got for clowns. She may
1: No but I like I think it'll be an interesting because you know a lot of what I was very conscious of and certainly when we talk a little bit more about the movie which is uh, Madonna as a brand this is very yeah. much this whole concert has this kind of like I'm Madonna, and I've done all of these things. Kind of like what you remember when you were talking in, during Drowned World about all the images behind her uh, reminding us of our history with Madonna. And this tour, in a lot of ways, is a reminder of like all of the facets of Madonna in one show.
2: I guess so. Yeah, I guess so. I guess it's somewhat of a reminder. It's somewhat like... um obligatory yeah um yeah and you know yeah around it is the stuff that's more interesting to her the thing that's why i think lament sort of works within the bigger ideas of what she was going for i think it's you know a song where she's grappling with spirituality and and mortality yeah you know what i mean yeah um which is what i feel like this out this whole this tour is about so after that we get a gorgeous bedtime story interlude yeah with the orbital mix that's like a new version of the orbital mix yeah. which is fantastic and these beautiful video video images of her now uh, in that time. Yeah. Uh, then, yeah. 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 In the um and there's like these white it's all white. She's wearing white and everything. Yeah. We see she is long, her hair is like straight. She's sort of looking at us. She's like doing a lot of the leaning against wall things that she does or dancing. There's a great section of her like running. Yeah, Do you see that section. Her like, and her head's up, and she's so serious. And then there's like a horse running towards her. Kenny's behind her, panting in the distance, trying to keep uh, up. I'm not even. Yeah, I'm. I'm literally like, uh, like have my hands on my knees, and I'm like,
1: <laughs> water. It's, it's okay. water. It's okay, Tony. <laughs> bring me a water. <laughs>
2: Somebody notice me. Um, but it's a great section, and and the dancing in front of it is all on these like, it's all these things that have come down from the ceiling and they're like really moving I don't know what we would call those
1: wasn't it the swings yeah they're like swings swings. I love that section there's a lot of that because I remember at the beginning of Vogue too they come down
2: yeah which was really cool too which she also does in Drown World there's a lot of coming down from the ceiling Um,
1: so then we then we plug in and we do some acoustic numbers with the band in this next section and Madonna wears a weird hat
2: (sighs) oh You know, we haven't really talked about the costumes for this tour. And yeah, so let's.
1: We just, should talk about the costumes. We um, should just. The costumes were designed by Stella. Her friend Stella McCartney. Yeah. Uh, Adrian Ariane Phillips again yeah. is back, and um, Christian Lacroix and uh, Karl Lagerfeld.
2: Yeah, yeah. Uh, I which like was a, a collaboration
1: lot. with Chanel. I think
2: so. Yes. They did the first, the Marie Antoinette. Right? Yeah, and yeah. then I think when we get to. Um, uh, not circus, but this next area, the yeah. sort of singer songwriter. And we're in what I can, like, the silhouette that I, I can think of most clearly is the, you know, the black, it's like sort of the black pantsuit. Yeah. You know what I mean? With, like, with uh, strapless or, you know, straps. Yeah, she's wearing, wearing, yeah, yeah,
1: she's wearing like a tank, like a, like a, I think this is the Stella McCartney outfit. Yeah. And she's got kind of a jacket. I think she has a jacket on for nothing fails. No, she doesn't have a jacket.
2: No, no, no. Um,
1: But she's wearing a little hat.
2: She's a hat and a hairnet. Yeah, that
1: hairnet. The hairnet. That hairnet. There's a lot of daring hat choices on this. And in the film, she's always wearing a little hat.
2: Yeah, well, like when the very beginning episode part of the film where she's with Stewart in the studio and they're working she's on the she has got a ball thing. cap on. Yeah, it's but that's like that famous ball cap from the time. It's like um it's like the guy who it has a name and it the was the trucker like, hats. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She's wearing that and um, they have an interesting talk about spirituality because Stuart doesn't believe in God. And he doesn't really believe, but he upsets... le- believes
1: in energy.
2: Well, she finally gets him to talk about it that way. Yeah. This is one thing I think is important to think about again with the film and the show is like there's something about Madonna as teacher that I think is important, teacher and student yeah. which I think oh. is important to this time.
1: Well, and, and I, I was really taken by when um, in, the, in the film all of, she, she basically is as opposed to them being her children like the the dancers were in... Um, truth or Dare, these are her students yes. because she's giving them experiences. She takes them to that uh, yeah. do, those sisters who yes. play piano. Yes. She gives them these amazing experiences. She's very aware in a new way of like her role in their development as yes. artists.
2: She talks about this and then we see it reflected back. I think it's um, one of the dancers, maybe it's the one you were talking about before. Cloud. It's like, yeah, and he's like this is much calmer than I thought it would be. He talks about being on the tour and he he's He's making
1: a a sandcastle while he's talking about it. They're on the beach. beach.
2: Yeah. In Lisbon,
1: because they're getting ready to wrap it.
2: Yeah. And he talks about, like, um, uh, giving the light and learning, and that he really is, like, he's learned from the experiences. He's learned from the
1: experiences, and he has a plan.
2: Yes. It was a lot more calmer than I thought it was going to be, you know? All the tours I hear about, I hear about set, strides, rock and roll, and, like, you know, everybody partying, going out. Stop with that. Woo! I
1: don't really like wasting time, you know. Like going out and partying, and like you know, I like to get doing something productive.
3: I don't care what I do. I'll work at a cafe.
1: I
0: worry about the dancers. (laughs) That's
1: real life. I don't know what I'm gonna do after the tour.
0: They're younger than everybody, and a lot of them, this is their first experience of you know seeing the world, and
1: I'm gonna call
2: people in L.A. and hopefully get my own place and then you know start. Whatever happens, happens. He's gonna move He's gonna to LA down and make sandcastles sand and and put a hat out there.
3: Yeah. Bing, ding, 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 ding.
1: She like influenced me and motivated me to try harder for my dream, you know. Cause the show is tiring as hell, especially for Madonna. I can only imagine she's singing and dancing and doing all the shit. So
3: I really gotta shave. you ask me too? I think you I need mean, like, like, you? like a mushy girl. Uh, uh, uh. Yeah?
4: <laughs> Dancers don't get rich. We suck.
0: Cloud uh, you suck. <laughs> I want them to push themselves.
3: Cloud is probably the most focused young man I've ever met in my life.
0: I don't want them to accept mediocrity from the minute they leave my sight.
1: I love that section at the beginning which she she's like i, I remember going to re- auditions and getting yeah. cut cuz i wouldn't stick out i want people who stick out and she's like it's a dog's life being a dancer yeah. and so it's like she's not lost sight of that and so when she gets these dancers they have no plan they don't know what to do they don't they don't make money they're, right. they're ver- it's a very it's a very, like, open view of the challenges of being these... And and the challenge of, like, ending this experience. You yeah. know, Jamie King talks about that in the film, about experience you know they're in this heady rarefied world getting all the love from Madonna's fans all of these things and then they're going to have to go out and like figure it out yeah. and i think she's very much giving them those things and she gives them all gifts i oh mean the guy that gets hard. the guitar <gasps> and the, the the one dancer writes her a poem yeah. and it's like it, it, you you see you see what she has taught them in real time in a way that i don't think You know, I think... In the past, she would have been like, Here's your performance bonus. See you later.
2: <laughs> well, yes and no. I mean, in the past, I feel like, and maybe it shifted with Drown World because we don't have a lot of footage backstage of what happened or those relationships. Yeah. But certainly the earlier tours, she was like, They were all her friends, and then, and then she left them. Do you yeah. know what I mean? It was yeah. like a betrayal. And I think, uh, you know, or there was, uh, it was more emotional. The lines weren't as clear. But to set yourself up as teacher and student is like, It's a natural, you know, at some point, it's good. This is good going to end yeah you know the course is going to come to an end
1: well and there's that great line when she's giving her speech at the end i i know we didn't hang out as much as i would like on this tour yeah and there's that that element as well it's like it it was much more of a like you said a a very much more of a formal relationship well it
2: had to be i mean she was juggling also a marriage that i perceive is beginning to be on the rocks whether this is true or not but he
1: makes her think
2: Kenny, yeah. Well, she she's, makes her oh, thing. This drove me crazy in the film <laughs> because I was like, um, "This guy, you know, love is this and this and this." And I was like, "No, I totally disagree." I want to, I want to see if I can find that quote because I was sort of like, she was like, "Oh, you know, someone who really challenges you and um, drives you crazy, and they should it's really work. Do this it's work. Go, I don't want oh, easy. Yeah, says, I don't want she, easy. Marriage <laughs> is challenge. I don't want it easy. Right? I, I, I need to grow and think. And um, I'm so thankful. I thank God every day that I'm with a man." That makes me think And this drove me crazy in a way Because I was like yeah I want to be with somebody who makes me think But also like it should be easy in time And I mean, also the other thing that's happening
1: So this voiceover is happening But Guy is fishing with Rocco yes. She's not there no. Like, Well this is the thing I like, found that to she- be very interesting That cross section of her
2: talking about it there's very few times where they're together. I mean, and when they are, she's like kind of surprised at the way he's acting, right? Because she's like, why are you giving me a foot massage? What's going on? Um, and or when she's like, "Guy, why didn't you come to the show? And it turned out because they opened the pub for him and he just didn't go, you know, and she's annoyed. Or when are you getting home? When you say a half hour, is it a real half hour? Or, is <laughs> or it? guy time, right. half hour. <laughs> <laughs> but I also think like, you know, that, yeah. Oh, and I love later, by the way, in this, in this section where um, we then hear Lourdes like talk, giving some Madonna philosophy that she's learned <laughs> (laughs) from her mother (laughs) and she's and Rocco being like stop 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 no, 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 no. Well, no, she, talk she's about telling those. the plot of English Roses. Yes, yes. And, her and favorite book. Rocco's like,
1: I don't want to Lola hear knows. This shit. Lola knows what to do. She knows her role in this. My <laughs> oh. favorite is when they're swimming and she oh. says in French she can't wait for the tour to be over. So she gets her mother yes. back. And only she gets her, not Rocco, even though Rocco is also her mother. <laughs> <his mom's. laughs> in French, six, of, right, course, of course, not in English. And we know
2: this is to be true. It, yeah. yeah. Um, I also really love because thinking. About hanging out with the group, there's that time where she's like, um, I guess they had a, a break at some point, maybe before they went to do the European yes, yeah. the tour, because they only did America in Europe. Yeah. Um, and she's like, I can't wait to have a drink tonight. Yes. I have a drink months. In 20, 20, week- months. twenty weeks. Twenty weeks. <laughs> twenty weeks, twenty, yeah, 20 weeks. months. Um and then we see her with her drink and she's kind of dancing with everybody and hanging out, and I was like, Oh yeah, like this is so sweet, you know. Get Madonna a little drunk is like so cute. I love her. Yeah, like,
1: yeah. But in a way that when she's drunk at guys, uh, guys' uh, yeah. birthday party at the pub yeah. in Melbourne, um, it, yeah. it's not the same energy. She looks bored, uncomfortable, and uh,
2: <laughs> well, <laughs> she falls the, asleep. She eventually <laughs> falls asleep. But when she welcomes us in to his pub, she is all giggles and smiles. And- well, They had a
1: fight, and she she didn't talk to him him for twenty four hours because
2: he left her. (laughs) He like he snuck out
1: of the castle.
2: Yeah, which is again where I'm like, "Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. where did he sneak to, Mm -hmm. Madonna? Oh my god! Unravel this now. Well, I finally made it to a pub. Only it's not in
0: Ireland; it's in London. The reason I never made it to a pub in Ireland is because my husband ditched me at the castle we were staying at. And when I came out of the bathroom, he was gone. We had a, a huge fight when he got home and I didn't speak to him for 24 hours. But I moved on. <laughs> this is called the punch bowl. I <laughs> come here all the time. But tonight is a special occasion because it's this guy's birthday. It drinks on the house. <laughs> come in.
3: You say things anyone can see. What is it with you? You say things. Just take it from me. Yeah
1: I'm in love with you, you silly thing. Anyone can see. Right, so she sure. sings. She sings this gorgeous song, and this is where I'm like in heaven about nothing fails.
2: And this whole section, nothing fails, and then don't tell me is wonderful. Oh, great. Uh, Though similar, pretty much the same choreography from the Drowned World Tour. Not much has changed. No, but no, but I, don't I, love it. Yeah. I, I love it. And I love that they put Bittersweet Symphony. yes. Sympathy yes.
1: A nice nod to her new
2: home in England.
3: Cause you said so. Tell the sun not to shine, not to get up this time.
1: It's so wonderful and and like a prayer and and then mother and father even gets a a little moment. I
2: would say, you know, this is I think mother and father works the best for me in this live version.
1: Well, and this is also, when when I was like um, watching this, I was like, oh, this is where Madonna is like, okay, I'm doing Like a Prayer. Now I get to do one of my songs. Totally. Well, yeah.
2: I've, I've gained enough traction that I'm going to now go do something outside the box for my, you know, yeah. not the hardcore fans, and that they'll go with me because we have that energy. Yeah. And
1: and she breaks it to I love when it jams at the yes, end. I yes. think it lifts in this way that the song on the recording doesn't happen. Totally. It's so great, and we have to talk about Silvio and oh, Joan yes. Thank because you. this is their. This is their. This section. is their roses' turn. I learned
2: a lot in this section about this from them, but yeah. yeah. Well,
1: and, and you know, and and there was a moment in the film where I was like watching this, and I was like, he, they're just like any other rebellious daughter and fo- like yeah, like my dad and my mom and I, like we we have these feelings, we found um, space to agree on and to live in. Yeah. And I think that that can be a, enough.
2: I think so too. But I I think that I think she's coming to that at this time in her yeah. life, 44, 45, like she still is on the elevator going up to see them after the show and she's like are my pa- are, are are they here? Did, how did they get here? Did they like the show? Yeah. Like she, you know, and then even when her father's like I really liked all of the religious stuff, all the lo- religious imagery and she's like, "Oh, and they say this was your most uplifting show." And she was like, Yeah, I let go of a lot of the crap. You know, like they can really talk about these positive things. But I started to think too about like when she's like, I got to give it up. I got to give it up. I was like, Oh, I understood the song more. Like, yeah, yeah. It's like, I got to give up like the need for. The approval, the need that I'm like bound to you, especially because she's now a mother and she has children who are looking to her yeah. and she can't it's like she's trying to break a cycle that is like I can't continually look to the father for approval because I don't want my children to look to me in that way that causes all this sort of angst. Do you know what I mean? Well, yeah, I totally do. I totally do
1: and I, I, I just thought about, I remember in the movie Beaches do you remember the movie Beaches? No,
2: never heard of it. Okay, so there's a movie <laughs> from 1989, 88, 89? I think. Okay, uh, yeah. Bette
1: Midler's hu- biggest moment in Barbara film. Hershey. Barbara Hershey plays her 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 friend, and a young. Uh, Mayim Bialik, yes, yes. Um, before Blossom, yes. but Lainey Kazan, uh-huh. the brilliant Lane yes. character actress, Lainey Kazan. Lainey Kazan plays uh, her mother, and she um, is is in a tiff. Uh, Bette Midler's in a tiff. Cece's in a tiff, and she goes down to Florida to hang out with with Lainey Kazan. And Lainey Kazan says, "I love you very much, but I you have so much need, I cannot give. I cannot." I cannot fulfill your need. I just got too tired. That's why I live in Florida now so that I can have a relaxing, quiet final years. I couldn't give you any more than I gave you as much as I could. And I feel like that there's some of that and there's some of that tension from Joan and Silvio that they gave her as much as she can. And what, and what, you know, because I think, I love that you point out that moment in the elevator because, it's that moment of like, yeah, 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 I have millions and millions of people who love me, but did dad like it? Yeah. And there's nothing he's going to be able to say yeah. that's good. If she can't believe it from, these, uh, from all of us, what is he going to say? What, is he, what are he and Joan going to say yeah. that's real for them? Because they're Midwestern people, they're not going to fake it, that would fulfill that need. Yeah. And it's just not there.
0: Why do you think I'm living down here in Florida? Huh? I give up. You like the sun. I don't give a shit about the sun. I'm here because it's peaceful. That's why. You always wanted too much attention. You wanted so much attention from everybody all the time that you wore people out. You wore me out. You wore your father out. making you rest in peace by the time you were 15 years old. Oh, God. I love you, Cece. Oh, yes, I do. I love you very much but I just, I just can't pay any more attention to you. You know what I mean? I want to, but I just can't do it. And if I were you, I wouldn't leave anybody for not paying attention to me. Because sooner or later, you're going to have to leave everybody. you understand
1: me? And it's yeah. a moment in the film that really pivots Cece into... The next part of the movie—it's mm-hmm. a brilliant scene. It's a and it, and it's a very identifiable thing when you're like a a, a parent, like you give and give and give and it's, uh, at some point that's it. Yeah, that's all I got.
2: Right. Well, it's not gonna. And maybe I need to you to give me you know something back. You yeah. know, in a well, she way. gave
1: him a wine or a vineyard. Yes, I mean. which
2: we see them working on and hanging. It looks so.
1: Pe- didn't it look it did, peaceful? It looked really
2: great. I yeah. hope
1: it's. I hope it's thriving. I think it yeah. is. Yeah. I have a um, a magnet oh, from know? the wine. My friend, my, my one of my besties, Jeremy uh, and his husband, went to that winery and they were like, oh my God, we're not knowing, of course. Are you kidding me? They didn't know and they because they live in Michigan and they went to Chicone Winery and uh, Vineyard and uh, brought me a magnet back when they realized what mm. was happening. When they realized what was happening. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so we should talk about oh. the big
2: lemon in the room. Okay, but wait, can we just talk about one other thing with Don't Tell Me cuz there's yeah. one moment, you know, um this is about the Hairnet too cuz there's one moment in Don't Tell Me where where it's close to the end of the song, they've done the big dance and the sort of she comes and, back down to the Yeah, and she takes the hat off and she bows to everybody. I love that moment. It's I think such it's so a it's gorgeous. such a show. Yes. show you yes. know it's
1: a, it's her Fred Astaire moment in the in the film
2: yes, it's yeah. so so, so great I really love um it. that's a oh I love that, so yeah, I we'll just give give some props there a little curtsy a yeah. little a little so sweet. genuflection um listen, mark, if we don't learn from history, we're destined to repeat it <sighs> this i wrote um this song I didn't write she says <laughs> uh-huh. go ahead why don't you perform the monologue go I ahead Kenny I gotten ladies and things.
1: gentlemen Kenny Finkel as Madonna in Reinvention Tour 2004
2: this song is from 35 years ago I didn't write it but it might as well have been written yesterday if we don't learn from history we are destined to repeat it
1: it's like she's here in the room with me Kenny thank you
2: <laughs> um And, um, and then she sings Imagine. Yeah, she does.
0: This next song was written over 35 years ago. But it could have been written yesterday. If we don't learn from history, we're doomed to repeat it.
3: Imagine there's no heaven.
2: strongly about this um
1: yeah i do i i mean it's a lovely cover um i uh it's not it doesn't reach deeper and deeper caliber for me but i mean it's certainly not hey you but (laughs) i do think i kind of like why are we you know what why are we singing this I, i think what it does is First of all, it does place her on a pantheon with John Lennon, who was her neighbor in yeah. New York. I mean, they lived; they weren't neighbors, but like the Dakota's right near her apartment, so I'm sure she thinks a lot about John Lennon. Sure. And um, I also think that there's something very um, sincere about it, yeah. and she really means it. And I think this is another one of those moments in the show where. I feel like this was a thing she wanted to do and she 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 sang express yourself so she could sing this.
2: Well, I mean, it is a famous song and people know it. I also yes. think it's totally connected to her um the idea's current state. Yeah. yeah. You yeah. know, I think um in the film she has the rabbi on from Kabbalah and they yeah. talk about energy has consequences, we're planting seeds to create blessings and um and that uh This is one of those places where she 's bringing light. The song is really it, it the message of the song is so beautiful and simple yeah i I like it better than you. I particularly like it because to be honest because i didn 't go see the tour i didn't have a, i didn't hear her do it until I saw her do it for tsunami aid
1: uh, okay, um,
2: where she does it in a studio yeah um and it 's a really gorgeous version yeah um she actually in the original flubs it, she flubs a line in it. But when I went back to watch it, it's corrected. Yeah, of course. This is a very uh, a strange thing that. We find in the Madonna world that well, all, we're going to talk the about the
1: performances where Madonna doesn't seem to be sweating anywhere on this and in, in, in the in the tour footage. Uh, really, I'm going to tell you a secret. Oh, uh, well, it, it, she's it, sweating it in that. It, it, yes, because she, she
2: talks about there's that great scene in the car where she's like, I think that was the sweatiest performance I've done, and she talks about how stinky she is. Yes, and then she shows us her skanky hair, <laughs> which I love. <laughs> where she goes, "This is my skanky hair." Be the
0: sweatiest show I ever did. We kept it together well. I actually had fun. I heard low-costumes, shields need to be washed. Tony knows that. Oh, yes. My corset really stinks. My monologues are getting longer and longer. That that I have noticed. (laughs) I'm just buying time, though, so I can catch my breath. This is what
1: we call skanky hair. Skanky hair. Um, skanky hair. Skanky I, I, I hair. think I have a different relationship with Imagine because yes. it was included on the the live album that oh, came yeah. with yeah. "I'm Gonna Tell You a Secret." Yeah, and but I, that was
2: later. I mean, that it was, actually, was
1: later. But uh, I think of it now, and I'm yeah. like, oh my god, Imagine and. Uh, this is where I'm like she was totally singing this live. Yeah. You can hear every held note on this song. Yeah. It's yeah. lovely. I mean, I I just I'm kind of like are we already here where she's singing like the classics?
2: Oh God! <laughs> I think this was a very purposeful yes. choice, and obviously, like she needs moments to slow down. I mean, she also talks about in that car ride there. She's like, the monologues are getting longer and longer, and whoever she's in the car with is like, yeah, I think it's probably Angela, right? And it's is Angela like, Becker. Like, she's like, yeah, I'm noticing that. She's like, I'm just trying to catch my breath. The true star of her show, her assistant. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh!
1: So, so she disappears again, towels off, and yeah. Tony, 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 spray some more Chanel, and then. We get this, the home stretch.
2: Bagpipes.
1: I love this is this is one of my favorite look this is my favorite look in the whole show. Yeah, are those tank chops in the kilts?
2: I agree. I think it's great. Oh, uh, um, yeah, with the different messages because sometimes it says Cabalas do it better. Sometimes she does Italians do it better. Yeah, or she changes it. Um, and I I love this section, this opening section with the bagpipes. I think it's so exciting. Yeah, and um.
1: And and it's, some of the other music, some of the other guys are playing, yeah, like drums and. I think I saw
2: Stuart Price. Stuart, they, they there, all yeah. come down and kind yeah. of do a promenade. Yeah. It's wonderful. It's really great, and they're playing off of this song. Um, there's a, a composer named Donald McLeod, and yeah. the name of the song is Susan McLeod, which yeah. I guess is probably his wife. Or, yeah. You know, and there's it's just this riff that I listen to. There's a great little um, of the original riff that then they build on. Yeah. So exciting. My favorite part of it is when the beat comes in, like the real, like the dance beat, and they're doing the bagpipes over the dance beat before it becomes into the groove. Where I'm like, and you could feel the audience energy. It's like such an amazing moment. And I in know. a way, I like I wish it had built on that more. I think she learns how to do this more with these musicians later. Yeah, um, yeah. Because then when it turns into, into the groove it just is like dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun well, and, and like then, the backpipes are gone. And then Missy shows up and oh. then then it becomes into the Hollywood yeah. groove. And I'm and like, where does Madonna come from? Because she's not there and then suddenly she just like jumps in and I don't know where she's jumped from. I think
1: that they've been promenading and at one point she just joins the promenade.
2: No, 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 no. Because they do like, they turn it into, into the groove and we see all the dancers on stage dancing. And then suddenly Madonna Donna just like appears out of nowhere. Well, it's her
1: Liza Minnelli moment. She kind of hides in the dancers and then pops up. Okay,
2: All like right. a little moment. All right, I'll buy that. I yeah. guess we just don't see, can't see it that well. Are the lyrics different? Does she? Does she? Do she, she does
1: that. Everyone comes into Hollywood. She does yeah. a little bit of the into the Hollywood groove, and I didn't then she that. eases back into
2: into the groove. I like this. I I love when
1: they do that, when they do the Irish, the stepping.
2: So fun. Heaven on earth. The sticks. With the sticks. I am
1: here. And I love it because it's both this classic song. It's this cheesy moment that she did with the the gap video. And it's this new thing. All of the elements come together in this way. That's like,
2: this is a reinvention. Totally. And the bagpipe, come guy comes and dances with her oh, she does some squats with him she with does her. some
1: she she wraps her arm around him it's magic, yeah,
2: she's on the runway, which we which she's been using all the way yeah. all the way um uh she does a bow over this like it's over, you know she like bows, but then we get papa down for and i why cur- do you love this so much i love the I love the way it's uh, mixed yeah, I think it's so fun and frankly, looking back on it, I'm like This is really the last moment where, you know, feasibly she could sing this song. is great on this. I love. I just think she's having fun and she's doing. She's just sort of fulfilling like our need to hear some of these songs. I mean, we haven't heard "Papa Don't it's Preach" so since, random though
1: that this song is after like, since how, like 1990.
2: Like yeah. it's like you know.
1: And I have a theory about this. I think she's reluctant to bring this back because this is a this is a Donna DeLore shine moment oh. because those those bridges and yeah, the need when her. it lifts, you kind of need. Donna. she's never done it really without Donna. Yeah. So well, that's interesting. Not. And then she does "Crazy." I mean, this I this section is like this is like the okay. What do we have left to do? Let's just do it.
2: Uh, "Crazy for so You," which random. we haven't heard since eighty five or eighty seven. Virgin Tour. I yeah, think. she is not She didn't do it on Who's That Girl. No, right? no. Yeah, we got
1: "Live to Tell" and "Look so of it's Love." It's been
2: twenty years. Yeah, um, yeah. And I think it's beautiful. It is beautiful. It is wonderful and, and she's singing it to the audience She's crazy for her fans she, Thank you so thank much you for my sticking fans. with me Yep Gorgeous moment
3: I'd like to dedicate this next song To all of my fans Thank you for sticking by me Through all Swaying room as the music starts Strangers making the most of the dark Two by two their bodies become one I see you through the smoke So close, but still i oh.
2: get music which i love this version yeah. of music i think she does it's great it's great and she just sort of flips the ending from drown world so because in drown world it's holiday and then music and in this it's music and then holiday is the final yeah. song
1: and the streamers and the explode. it's it's, it's a it's everything. a
2: holiday it's just let's party and she does the squats
1: i'm glad that she doesn't uh try and do a nicky donna reprise with um with with, with yeah. it's it's yeah. new it's different it's it is. it's it's time to do something different yeah. and i just love the joy of it i love kind of the march of it yeah it's so
2: good um for music or holiday or both for holiday yeah i love i also love going into holiday where they end music and they like flip their asses up and on their backs on their on their asses is like spelled out freedom yeah yeah But yeah, I think holiday is super fun. They do they they like sit down at a certain point and do like these yoga poses. I know. Which is so fabulous. It's so
1: good. And I have to I have to say the recording of this that's on the live album, I used to run to this all the time. Mm. And I just love it. I love it. It, That and the Into the Groove, it's like heaven.
2: Fantastic. Yeah, it also has like it mixes in what I feel like sounds like Nobody Knows Me, like a little bit of that energy of like the original recording of Nobody Knows Me. It has a little techno sound
1: to it. Yeah, and it's and it's a little dirtier. It's yeah, like it's yeah. got
2: a kind of like fun It's it's
1: less of the like that funk from the original, but it's yeah. it's got a kind of a of a a bleepy. It's just dirtier. I yeah, love it.
2: I love it too. <laughs> Um, and then it just kinda ends. It ends with we hear the her heartbeat or a heartbeat, which we are I'm I'm projecting onto Madonna, that like um, slows down. And I'm like, Don't slow down too much. No we're like, not ready, we're uh-huh. not ready. But um And then she says thank you. Good, good night. night. And <laughs> that's it. As she as we see on the, the screen, reinvent yourself. Yeah. 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 It's it's you know, look. I think um, I've been dreading talking about this concert because I've been like, "Ugh, this concert." But again, like seeing it through because I think because I was so distant from it. But seeing it through the lens of talking about this album, and we're on the we're at the 20 year anniversary of American Life. Yes, almost and, to the
1: day. Yes, like we're we're ra- we're nearing the date. And, yes. and that's rare for us. Like, we're, we're yeah. never this in sync.
2: Totally accidental. Yeah. And, um, or, you know, maybe just the stars aligning. But, like, I think looking back on this too, and, and also um, with the film as this, um, this uh, supporting material, it really illuminates a really powerful time. I think in the film, what happens after the concert ends, the last 20 minutes of the film where they go to Israel. Not to perform, but to go celebrate the Jewish holidays. Yeah. And, well, she says she's not there to be for the Jewish holidays, but they are there for Rosh Hashanah, which is the Jewish New Year, and to uh, study Kabbalah. And then to go to Rachel's tomb, this ancient tomb, is a really powerful, interesting way to end this era for me, yeah. at least, or part of the end of the era. Yeah. Of like, um, her pursuit during this time was not for fame and fortune, but for a deeper spirituality and an ability to communicate that to her audience and an ability or an and inability to meaning that trying to break the construct of pop star around her in order to get to something deeper. And she succeeds at times and fails at others, meaning oh, she terribly, can't yeah. break our ideas of her, the nobody knows me part of it, sometimes we can't break out of it. We just... Well, yeah. yeah.
1: Well, I think hearing you talk about it, because when I was watching the film again last night, I was like, oh, my God, we have 20 more minutes and the shows that we end on such a dramatic high and the emotional catharsis of saying goodbye to all the dancers and all this. And we have another 20 minutes. Oh, fuck, we're going to Israel. But yet that's the point, is that like, like... If she really still believed that the most the high point of this whole thing was the tour, we would have ended on holiday. It would have been over and la la la. But the high point for her was getting into Rachel's tomb. Yes, and that and what you're saying about this is this is really what I'm seeking.
2: Well, and you know Rachel's tomb being this uh, place in Bethlehem that's on occupied territory. Correct, quote, correct, In Israel, which um, is a highly a complicated state, right at the t- at now. Like and that then, guy said, we yes. could
1: start World War Three in this at, at yeah. this place.
2: They don't want her to go. They think it's too dangerous. That she's actually a great, uh, quote unquote, great. Not. Great, you know, like risk, uh, risk that um, if she were killed by a terrorist, this would cause an issue. Dot, an dot, international,
1: dot. Right? it would be a crisis.
2: And Madonna talks about it. I think the rabbi talks about that Israel is um, technically considered the center, energy center, energy center of the world. The
0: yeah. energy in Israel is more powerful than anywhere else in the world. That's why there's so much conflict there. That's why there's so much war and suffering. And the idea is that with this collective consciousness of 3,000 people, we can change the energy of Israel. If you can change the way people think there, then you can change the way people think in the rest of the world.
2: Rachel's tomb being this sort of my understanding, it's a place that's held holy by the Jews, the Muslims, and Christians. Yes. So it's a place where everybody believes the same thing about this woman and her spirituality and her, you know, and so it's a very, very powerful place to say you want to go. Yeah. I think in the film, what really struck me and was really both sad and exciting was how hard it was to get there. And even when they got there, that she thought it was going, you know, that there's this one moment that really breaks my heart. Um, uh, why are you laughing? Well,
1: well, I'm just thinking about how hard. If we think we have hard jobs, imagine being Madonna's security team because uh, they're like, we can't go. They won't she, let us go. The police, we've got coverage, but they won't let us go. And we then should she's not like, go. She's, like, she's like, like, fine,
2: okay, thanks, everybody. When and then she, she calls se- them pussy fuckers. When she
1: says thanks, everybody, I'm like, oh yeah. boy, that's like that's yeah. a bad. And she says
2: good night, <laughs> pussy fuckers. <laughs> That's what she calls them. To
1: the cameras. Well, she's talking
2: to them. Of course she Um, is. But she's also like. So what I understand is you're saying you're not saying that we can't go. You're saying we can't go today. (laughs) And they're like, well, that's not exactly what we're saying. (laughs) So anyway, they finally get there. She's like, well, I'm going tonight. I don't fucking care. Well, I love the moment where she's like, what if I went incognito and I had a (laughs) and wig
1: and I wasn't as me.
2: (laughs) (laughs) They're like, no. And I was like, oh my god, I would love to see what that would have like the 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 the, The Jan (laughs) Jan Brady moment where she puts on a brown wig. Listen, in our film that we're gonna write, um, we need to have a section where our character is in incognito, incognito and they try different in a wig, incogni- in a yes, wig. There well, needs
1: to be a wig,
2: but they need to try very multiple ones on until they get the best. Do one Do
1: you think that um, Tina and Angela have wigs ready for this? Because they're already oh, in yeah. Israel. Well, like, Tina's
2: Tina's not there. Like,
1: no, no, too much of a risk. <laughs> but like, like well, Angela Tina's, Becker's like out shopping for wigs in the in the market, or did they Tony bring Villanueva? Wigs? Has he, he packed a wig. He knows. He's not there. None um, of them are there. Well, but
2: he's he also sent care. Pa- he's like prepared her. Do you know what I mean? Okay, so he ha- Tony, she has a wig. Tony Villanueva is you know knows- Let's talk
1: about Tony for a second. Okay, what a tro- what a hero. I mean, really, we are all over the place. We are- what a hero of yeah. of, of,
2: of American culture. <laughs> well, he is the keeper of our divas. He is. He's the dresser of our divas. He takes
1: care of everybody. He gives them a compliment when they need it. Yeah. At, the, at their lowest moments, they'll be like, you're so petite.
0: <laughs> Every time she changes costumes, she comes in here, takes off what she's
2: wearing, puts on the new costume, refreshes, touches up. Usually I try to meet her out where she's coming down on the lift and like have a flashlight so you can kind of see where she's going. The trick is you have to guide her. She has ear monitors in. So she's listening to that or she's thinking about something on stage and you have to like, sometimes you have to like grab her and remind her that she has to sit down. You have the quick change. You the quick change. A lot of stress can develop in this room or it can go very smoothly if everything's prepared. The funny thing is that people think that the show is on the stage because that's where all the audience is, but the show is really in the quick change. One, two, three, and,
1: yeah. and he had a couple of, of high profile bows during Rebel Heart because yeah. I remember there were moments where like her costumes would screw up or something would like remember she had she had a bunch of like like you know s- netting and things uh-huh. on her
2: and they'd get all tangled up and he'd come out and fix things. Oh yeah. Well he's and he also has done a lot of the like behind the scenes videos and talked about his work and he's just a cool icon and you know, a queer icon. Who has stuck by by an icon side? But I, I'm sure for the Israel trip that he packed her, you know, a lot of options. Okay. Okay. And wigs if she needed them. Yes.
1: Well, she had all those hats. Remember, she's wearing that little hat.
2: She's wearing, yeah. And this is one of the things like, even when she goes to the Kabbalah stuff, she's in like what I would consider like a Scottish beret and very bright colors in a room full of people wearing either white or dark colors, you know? So she stands out. She's sitting right in the front. And then when she goes to Rachel's tomb, she's wearing a similar outfit of like colors. I would say aren't really appropriate for the area. Like they're very. Shouldn't
1: she be in? uh, And uh, forgive my ignorance
2: if this is the case. Shouldn't she have a veil? Like shouldn't she be covering her head? She is. Well, she has a hat on her head, and that's fine. Okay. She doesn't need to cover her face. Okay. And she definitely had her arms and you know body covered. So, but she did it in her own way. She didn't like look like you know you know she well. And and
1: the thing that was so striking to me about that section too, when they were praying and she was crying and all. All of that stuff was they were trying to keep the cameras. This is what I
2: was trying to say. Yeah. This was the moment that broke my heart was this moment where they finally get in. They're about to go down into the bottom and then all these cameras break in. And she was like, I thought this was supposed to be private. What
0: are these guys doing in
3: here?
0: They have to go. No. Nine. No, 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 no. no photographers. No. God, they're such liars. <laughs> they were cleared by who? Can you be there? Yes, I'm going here. Yes. Rav Ashlag says that the perfection of humanity already exists. Our job is to lift the veils that make us think that it doesn't. We don't have to create something out of nothing. We just have to reveal what's already there. <laughs> i thought this was private i thought when you said we came in here no one was going to come in
2: and it's this moment of real true like for me that i saw in her face like assault like that she was like i i this is the only thing i've wanted And I I don't want it ruined by this the the fame and the fortune that I'm trying to, you know, put to the side. There's more to life than this and please leave me alone. I need to have you know and they break in. Right. And even when they go down, I mean there are cameras there watching her pray, you know, but she's it's more private, it's what she's controlled and she talks about how emotional it was for her. When, um, she wanted, when she was asked to think about something she wanted or wanted to, you know.
1: But it was interesting because they include, they then talk to those photographers and include their responses in the documentary to kind of yes. give us that. Because I think that was very interesting because it's not that she's denying that that part of her life still exists and she has to navigate it. Because yeah. they say if she would just stand there and give us two photos, we'd leave her alone, which I don't agree. I don't believe. Well, they
2: were outside the hotel. They yeah. weren't at Rachel's tomb. But, which but
1: is, you know, they do give a voice to the photographers in for sure. through those men. And they, you know, and they're men. I don't see any women
2: taking photos of her. Well, yeah, at least what we saw. Yeah. I want to say, too, like, on the concert in the, in the film as well, um, in the sort of when they're talking about the American Life section, they do give also these um, people who came to the show at Madison Square Garden talk about, like, I thought, you know, why oh, I think Madonna should stay out of politics. Or I thought I was coming to a show Not a democratic
1: rally. But she's
2: talking about, like, and I love in that section too, and this connects to this going to Israel, like, you know, we're not, we can't pretend that politics don't exist. And you can't, uh, you know, I'm trying to wake people up to the idea that, like, the politicians and politics aren't going to save you. They don't care about you. You have to think about yourself, which also goes to the section when she's in New York where she really shouts out Michael Moore and stands up and says, you know, Thank you for the work you're doing, and he's so humbled by this call out to him. You know, with booze, there are booze. when when they're swirling. swirling.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I I, I mean, I think, but that's that's an interesting section though, too, because like in the middle of all of the Michael Moore stuff, also it's like Gwyneth, and like it's this weird, and and this is my this is kind of my caveat about the film. It shows Madonna trying to really be a messenger of light, and yet. It's existing within all of the accoutrements of her her life. The accoutrements. The accoutrements of being Madonna.
2: Well, I think this is what she's saying. Like because she also talks about like, well, I want to, you know, I want to be the way that she can do this, you know, she talks about the reason she went to Israel is to be there for this holiday, this high holiday, and to be a positive light and a source of energy to try to shift energy in that part of the world. And then they sort of um, in the film sort of zoom out to like, all the places that she went to all over Europe and America as yeah. like saying like, well, this is what she was doing on the tour. Yeah. And yet part of the tour is like this inescapable celebrity that she can't she you know, we talked about this actually in the Evita episode with Emily Clark about yeah. the ghosts of a of a part. Yeah. And Madonna yeah. in a lot of ways is dealing with the ghosts of her of herself. Yeah. Yeah. That she can't escape it. That there's well, no... and they
1: give it they've given her the opportunity. like yeah. those women, if you look at like, I think of like the 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 artists who show up to play her in the MTV performance, and you see all those steps, all of those different incarnations led her to where she is now, yeah, to give her the opportunities to go to Israel yeah. and have a team of of security guards waiting downstairs while she sleeps to take her wherever she wants to go. yeah, and like that's that's the reality of where she is. And she can't. She's just done this tour where she's basically sung a bunch of songs alongside new material that got her to go to that, yeah, and to, and to have these opportunities. And so it, it, it's 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 very like, like the struggle she articulates between work and family that she talks about during the final speech. For the yes, for the, tour, the spirituality, it's for, uh, that yeah. same kind of toggle of yeah. of back and forth between like I want to have a private spiritual journey, I want to use my platform for other people to have that same opportunity, and yet I also have to deal with all of these like nuts and bolts realities of that yeah. celebrity that got me the platforms right. to inspire the other people. The That's cost. the cost. Yeah,
2: yeah, and her reckoning with that. I mean and she's reckoned with it over and over again in different ways. She keeps yeah. reckoning with it I yeah. think, I yeah.
1: think. And and I will be very interested because to to Silvio and Joan it is probably one of her most inspiring uplifting shows yeah. in in a deep way and I think part of what I'm going to tell you a secret does is it shows in real way all of the things Madonna was saying she wanted in American life, Yeah, here's what, here's what that looks like to yep. you. Because now I've said, okay, these are the things that really matter. Let me show you all of those things, all the while running my business, right. which is this tour. And all of the people involved in that tour, yeah. And it's really interesting because for some reason with this one, I was so much more conscious in this vi- this film of all of the management people around her, in a way that I did. It felt like it was like in Truth or Dare. It was Madonna and those dancers, and like that was it. We never saw the musicians. We never saw you know we saw we saw Liz at the premiere of Dick Tracy in L.A. But that was it. Like, and this, I felt much more conscious of all of the people, yeah, all of the apparatuses around Madonna. Yeah,
2: she's showing us a lot more of the machine for sure. Yeah, yeah. I think in a lot of ways, well, again, to try to like break the idea of who we think she is versus who she really is. You know, let me show you other stuff. Um, And I love that's the stuff I love the most. I mean, I, you know, you know. I think the movie ends in a really interesting way of her going to that um, giving this this talk at spirituality for kids yeah. and talking in about, Israel in Israel yeah. yeah, and talking about you know wanting to have something to give and thinking about peace is deeper than you know the absence of war, you know and thinking about well what does that mean and what does it mean to be at peace or how do we find true peace and-
0: First of all, I would like to say. How happy I am to be back in Israel I couldn't think of a better place to end my tour and I promise not to stay away for another 10 years it is also important that all of you know that I am not here representing a religion I'm here as a student of Kabbalah In Kabbalah, we learn that if we want something in life, we have to give something. If we want compassion, we have to give compassion. If we want tolerance, we have to give tolerance. If we don't want to be judged, then we must not judge. At SFK, we teach children to never think in a limited way. And these children learn that they have the power to make miracles happen. One day, these children will grow up, and they will not want violence. They will not want war. They will want peace. We teach children what we are trying to learn as adults. But the difference is that children are more open. They are more alive. And they do not see the world in a fragmented way. They're not thinking, oh, he's a Muslim or she's a Jew. They do not judge one another by the color of their skin or the style of their headdress. Sometimes it's hard to look out into the big bad world and feel a burning desire to help your fellow man. But maybe if you look at it through the eyes of a child, you will feel a tugging at your heart. Maybe you will want to give them a better future. And maybe, just maybe, you will then have the urge to make the world a better place yourself. So I'm here to ask this one question.
2: What are you waiting for? Then I love that, you know, it's it's cheesy, of course, but also, like, the end and then crossed out or, like, the beginning, you know, and then she's like, you know, now do you understand my secret? You know, she whispers to us, and it's sort of like, I think, finally, now, now, I sort of do understand it.
1: Yes, yes, I I would agree with you. I think... Um, there is a sense of, there's a sense of clarity at the end of the film, and a sense of um, responsibility to others that I think was missing in earlier things about Madonna. And I I do feel like she's doing the work and she's getting it done. And how profound that tour wound up being for her and that experience and all of the things around the tour yeah. that didn't necessarily happen on the stage how how that was just as important as what happened on the stage and yes. you know it was it was a real shift from the beginning of and i i think this happens all the time with madonna and these tours like they go in one way and then throughout the the, the course of the tour it becomes this other thing based on you know you always say that personal element that could fuck the whole thing yeah, up every yeah. time she goes on Something tour. Something happens. Something happens and and it becomes this other thing and I think that that's what's so exciting about being on tour is is there's this highly controlled show you're doing that you've rehearsed to the you know to the the second but also all of the Things Every that happen thing. in live, live performance and yeah. the rain and Dublin and, you know, all of these things. And, Everything know.
2: else is unexpected. You don't know where you're going, how you're going. To, you know where you're going, but you don't know what's going to happen when you get there. You don't know who the audience is going to be. You don't know what the technical problems are going to be. You don't know what's going to be happening in the world. You don't know how you're going to feel. Everything else is up to chance. Yeah. And um, I think that, that that
1: like like that like all of these other dichotomies we're articulating today. That's also part of the high of it is being able to pull it off yeah. with all these unforeseen things happening. Yeah, and I think that that's really exciting. Yeah.
2: So in a way, I do think it is a reinvention. Like the uh, the truest. Yeah. It it um, it, I think, yeah.
1: Well, I think she doesn't. This is the kind of the climax of her. Kabbalah spiritual articulation in her work because yes. we start to kind of go not backslide but we we go in another
2: direction after this. Yeah, she and doesn't share it as openly. She, no, yeah. no,
1: and and I and I think that there's an inherent basis there, but she stops making it about the messaging is is not as as um, uh, explicit. Um, but there was like one other big performance she did yes. to kind of end this whole thing was that she returned to London, her home. Is- her hometown, yeah. and and did Live Aid in two thousand five in Hyde Park.
2: Yes, a triumphant performance. A
1: triumphant performance. Honestly,
2: one of my favorite Madonna performances. Um, I have like a recording of it, you know, that I listen to, and it's like something I used to listen to all the time at the gym. It's like a a workout. Yeah, you know, she comes out to do three songs, all in white, all gorgeous white. Yeah, she's. Um, it's the middle of the summer, right? Or she's growing out her
1: hair for the Farrah look.
2: Yeah, growing it out. Yep. we're you know obviously she's working on confessions, she's got the band, she's got all the dancers. She starts with um, uh, like a prayer with yeah. a, a full uh, choir and it's gorgeous, just gorgeous and really, it is exactly from the reinvention tour. She doesn't really change anything except she has the choir there, which she doesn't have on the show. Yeah, um, then she talks a little bit. Um, And then she does uh, Ray of Light. And I love in that she's like, she obviously there was a cue that they had rehearsed and the person who the band doesn't pick it up and she's like, Well, come on. And then she realizes that she she fucked up the cue and she's like, as the song is starting, she's like, sorry. You can hear that <laughs> on the record, you know, you can see that on the show. <laughs> <She's> like, <laughs> which is also I love, you know, she talks a about A pig flies
1: through the air over Hyde Park because Madonna has apologized. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And
2: made a mistake. And made but a mistake. I think this thing like goes back to sorry, I'm just going back to like her calling it installation art and that it means she doesn't have to show perfection and that she wants us to see that she's a real human being and yeah. that, this goes back to my question I had for you a while ago like does she actually put these accidents in to let us know that she you know these mistakes in like does she let things I mean I don't think she really does but I don't think the thing is with her it's like they, she doesn't internalize them she just lets them be there do you know what I mean? Yeah
1: oh totally well, well she can't She can't do anything about it because right. it happens and you deal with it and you go on I mean this goes back to our new television program Madonna in the Car yeah. like uh, she's thinking <laughs> about all of these other things before she gets there oh. like I, I can't imagine that something's not going to happen if she's thinking about these 18 things right. in right. the moment in the car and yeah. she hasn't even gotten to the venue yet to start getting yeah. ready yeah. so it's like you know I, I I think there's a lot of things going on at once yeah. how does she end that that uh, set?
2: Um, she goes from uh ray of light Ray of light, and then she's like do you want some more I said do you want some more and she yells at the audience and, and then it breaks into the beginning of music from the reinvention tour so it starts out with that slow like sort of build the, and she's like one two one and then music starts she does a phenomenal version of music with the dancers stuff that's I think maybe from the tour but it was totally different they did that slow-mo dancing move yeah which so
1: which gorgeous. you know lo- that that's pointing to the future that yes. slow moment yes. Yes. yes yes
2: we're coming into yeah, it yeah
1: she's she's starting to l- like the express yourself performance at the MTV Music Awards she's going to give us a little taste of what's to come yes
2: it's already happening and then this is where i think because i really think in the public eye even though the reinvention tour was um Sold really well. Yes, was was a success in a lot of ways. But in the public um, eye or mind, the group mind of the public, Madonna was at a low point. Yeah, and this concert, this three songs, was like a true pivot back to like, oh, Madonna is the queen. Yeah, and it was really in this last section with music because she does music, and then at a certain point, she's just they're just repeating the chorus, and Mm -hmm. she's like, I'm not stopping repeating this until every single person is up on their feet and clapping and dancing and then she and she's like including all of you fucking paparazzi in the front she calls them out by name and she makes them put their fucking cameras down she's like let's change the energy this is about coming together and about love and joy it's a triumphant moment This moment of like, she gets the entire Of Hyde Park
1: A huge, huge space Whenever I'm there, I'm like, God This happened
2: here Gigantic, yeah. and she gets everybody everybody up. for those two or three Minutes or whatever it is To be with one goal And to stay on this one thing about music Bringing people together And it's so, so fucking amazing And it's everything that she had been grappling with she had kind of
1: found a solution finally for that for those three minutes that she all of the things she had been worried about all the things she was working through in I'm going to tell you a secret in on the reinvention tour all of it coalescing right now in this moment of triumph what a great way to end this season man I'm just thinking like
2: American woman
1: American woman
2: living in England Oh, I just got like some chills and so, like of like, wow, yeah. it, we knew we were driving to this moment, but thinking about it now, like, you know, starting out, you know, where she came, like where we started with, um, I guess really with a, well, cr- a crummy movie, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah,
1: a crummy movie trying to still, I mean, it's, it's like, it, it's, it's interesting cause I'm just thinking of the word system. Right now, yeah. as we're ending this uh, season and this conversation and this era, it's like crazy. But you know, in when we brought in Madonna in two thousand, she was still trying to navigate the Hollywood system, and yep. she was pl- playing the, this kind of thing. And then she's breaking out of the system in Die Another Day, and now she's almost lifted out and figured out a way to to be outside of the system. Yeah, again transcend and yeah. transcend it.
2: Yeah. Wow, Mark. What a great season. What a what a great season. What a challenging we season. We have been
1: this has been um I am I'm, I'm so I'm so surprised how important American Life and this time really was. Yeah. Cuz I remember us going into it being like god, what a <laughs> grueling time we're going to have, but it's been hard, but it's also been important, I think.
2: It's been hard because I think it's really easy um with you know, it's really easy to like sort of disregard and as we've been, you or know,
1: regurgitate what has already been said about it over and over again. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Or, and also to um, open your mind and change, yeah. you know, and to say for me, at least even maybe more than you like that. Oh, I, I see why this album is important and I see why this time is important and not just the highs, but also the lows and also that they weren't really as high or as low As I perceive them to be, specifically when we look at it through Madonna's lens, where it's really like a continuum. Yeah. You know?
1: Well, and nothing ever
2: is when you think
1: back because I remember in that time I I was so forlorned about what I was going to do, and now I'm like back being like, but it worked out and it was okay and it's not as bad as it was. Yeah. If I could go back and tell my younger self that,
2: you would have said, "Fuck I, off, fuck off,
1: go drink more." No, I would have said, "It's going to be okay. It, 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 don't waste time beating yourself up."
2: And you, I would have been like, "Thanks, Daddy." Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> um,
1: but but. Um, um, yeah, I think, and and I think that there's a, a a kind of way that this season has been so winding and and interesting. And I think we should thank you know Ted Kerr and Kari Simon and Brian and Deirdre and Dan and all of the people we met in London yes. and everybody that has been guesting this season on our show. All
2: um, the people who came on to
1: talk about what it feels like for a girl. Oh my gosh! Yes, the ladies and just it, 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 you know. I, I, what I love about doing this with you always Is that we don't just do A single episode deep dive On, on an album Which I think gives it a disservice We really get into The nitty gritty over a long Period of time and I think Madonna deserves that Absolutely And, um, and so do we So do we Yeah. Well <sighs> Till next time Bye
0: Who's there? Hi, baby. Come. What? What's up with the bathing suit? We're going to the pool, okay? Wait, how was school today? Good, 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 good. How about a kiss and a hug? Yeah. Yeah. Don't sound so bored. No, I'm not bored because, w- but were you because good I'm spending all at the pool. Wait, I have to ask you something. Yes, ma'am. Because I'm going to say it tonight on stage. How do you say, um... um, I'm going to tell you a secret. Je vais te dire un secret. Je vais te dire un secret. Un secret. Je vais te Te dire un secret. 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 Je vais te te dire un secret. secret. Yeah. Bon, d'accord. Ok, bye. Bye. Love you, too. Have fun in the pool. Okay.